in London, the time of Charles Dickens. Our friend Marley has died, and we are the Christmas ghosts set to change mm-hmm. the ways. No, I don't want to be a ghost. I don't, yeah, I don't I like this. Why, why yeah, are you Ebenezer so Scrooge? No, 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 I don't no, want to. I am the like... ghost of Christmas past. Oh, no. Ray, being tall and in a black coat, is the ghost of Christmas future. And Chuck, dressed like this, is the ghost of Christmas bisexuality. <laughs> oh, no, you got me. You got me already. Oh, see, at first I was like, this is a terrible open. And yeah. now I get it. Yeah, it was, it was, just, it was, it was building to that joke. Yeah, yeah. it was a run-up. Yeah, was just By the way, we, we did find out that this is what happens. This jacket, this coat, is what happens when a old-timey Nolan's ringmaster passes away. <laughs> <laughs> it put put me in my finest ringmaster wear and bury me. Hey, hey, Tim, this is your cousin Marvin Burton. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know a terrible version of that look you've been looking for. Marvin Burton. <laughs> What if goths had a circus? Oh. How about that? Is yeah. that something? Can we work with that? Yeah, so first of all, I'm really proud of my outfit. Okay. My mom helped me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are you saying about that? Hold on. Let, first it, of all, can everyone get a... I got to stand up. Okay, go does, ahead. Yeah. Does your mom love you? Or... It's a lot of sparkles. Mm. A lot of sparkles for Victorian England. Yeah where and when we are yeah it is weird it's like it's like if ebenezer scrooge wrote candle in the wind (laughs) right Uh, you know what low budget liberace Mm. (laughs) what did i say earlier uh oh a gay pride funeral yeah it's fine i've never seen a fop in real life that yeah yeah so ebenezer scrudge I told my mom that we were filming in this in this great location. Yeah. And let's let's give a shout out to it, Brad. Rhode Island. Um, or it, if we say anything that's too offensive, not that place. Yeah. It will have been bleepeded and uh, with black bars on our mouths. <laughs> and I, by the way, we will say something that offensive. Yeah, sure. sure. Why don't we Why don't we cover our tracks just a little bit real quick? And Here we'll are the like, words we're not supposed <clears throat> to use. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, what a beautiful place. I can't believe we were able to get in here and do this uh, before the next show at uh, Radio City Music Hall. Yeah, that's good. Mm, good. Yeah, that, that way work? if we say, yeah, that makes sense. So I told my mom we were filming here, and she's like... Here at Trinity Rep? Yep. And the next day, she said, because I was in New York, she yeah. said, you got some packages coming in the mail. Okay. And I said, oh, let me see. And your mom's the Unabomber, you said? <laughs> she, she sent me this wonderful coat. Yeah, also an atrocity, yeah. Um, as bad as the hat. Unabombing. These spectacles. Yeah. They're not functional. And she sent some stuff for you guys, too. Can oh. I get them? Ooh. If there's a jacket that fits me, <laughs> I would like to return it. Does it come with a receipt? <laughs> no, I like it. I think it's fun. Oh, I got a toppy hat. Yeah. Let me get the snow off of it because we're out here. Oh, it's so cold out. It burr. Yeah, I got snow all over it. I saw a little kid walking with a crutch. That's a tr- that's an urchin. <laughs> we're in we're in Victorian England. Yeah. So there there are urchin about. There's yeah. street urchins. Yeah. There's horses. Yeah. There. We just heard the Victorian police. Oh my Pl- god. Uh, yeah, I, I, there was some guy who said he was going to rip some people. Oh, Jack? Yeah. yeah. Ah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Loves prostitutes. Let's see. Ed see. hates prostitutes. Oh, he's got I a lot of <laughs> I want to see you in this hat, though. All right. 
Now that works. You all righty, all righty, governor. This is the difference between me and Ray Harrington. When Ray puts on a wacky thing, I say, you look great, that works. When I put on a wacky thing, he gets out a little pad and writes down all his insults. I think, it, I think <laughs> if Ray were wearing that coat. Yeah. Oh, here's, here's another difference. Uh, I'll put on the wacky thing, and then I remain seated. I don't stand up and do little poses and spin around like a, like a beautiful little ballerina. You know what? I, now that I think about it. Because you're really tall. Yeah. I don't know if you should wear a wicked tall hat. Why? It's going to be my thing for 2024. For 2024, I, I, that was going to be my whole thing. I was going to be tall hat Ray. Ray. <laughs> Do you have those platform shoes, too? Yes. Yes. And I will say, my mom did get you a top hat. Great. But I said, I vetoed it. Thank you. Oh, she I got said, you a power bottom There's a hat. different type of hat that Brad should be wearing oh, at this play. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you let's go. Let's see. I want to see this. Look at this newsy. Is this a new hat, or is this the one that I wore for a show several years ago? I bought it from China. All the way down. Yeah, that's good. You yeah. look old. I thought you would look young. Oh. <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> I thought you would look like Tiny Tim. Yeah. Holy shit. Nope. You that's like... definitely just a guy. <laughs> Take off your glasses. Oh, uh, that's better. That is that it, it, it works a little bit better. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Great. You look great. Put, Hold put on, it up try to, the, it. to the to the yeah. So we I, want the light to hit you. Try it with one nipple exposed. <laughs> <laughs> Left yeah. ear. You know, Rude. in England they would call that a fascinator. Can we I, before we go too far? Can we give a big yeah. shout out to our buddy Nick Hallenbach yeah. behind the cameras? Nick Hallenbach, and then after this episode, he's going to be referred to as going uh, to Helen back. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's great. For I having to witness all of this. Yes. No, he's been a helper for a long time. We've been working together for fucking maybe fifteen years now, almost, and. Uh, we we got this all set together. We didn't know he was part of it, or I didn't know. And then I found out this week, and I was fucking psyched to have him on board. He's a great dude. Yeah. And we appreciate having this awesome backdrop for our yes. Christmas episode. No, it's so wonderful. I love I love old timey England. Yeah. Uh, this is so fun. Uh, you know, Victorian London. Yeah. Beautiful time to be alive. How was that goose? Uh, the goose. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Gamey. It wasn't even that big. It really? wasn't even that big. It was as big yeah. as you. I, I well, measured yeah. it. Uh, well, maybe before you cooked it. <laughs> In, they they lost a couple ounces. So bad. in 2023, <laughs> they're, they're, they're pumping these geese full of hormones, yeah. but here in Victorian England, no hormones. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. I like how we go through the trouble of acquiring a location like this for our Christmas episode for the tens of people that watch it, because uh, yeah, we have predominantly audio listeners. So for our audio listeners, maybe we should describe. We are on stage uh, at a lovely theater, and we are in Victorian England for Christmas time. It reminds you of a certain play, uh, and uh, we're in this situation, and I do think it's funny where we go through all of that, and then Chuck's like, but look at my little coat, and I've got a hat. Are you okay? <laughs> is it as bad as his fingernails from the live Christmas show oh, last year? Oh, those are the tip top Wh of the where, worst. Where wow. it was, it was. Look at me, guys, I'm Chuck Staten. Yeah. Can I tell why? Can I tell you guys why you're not seeing the value in this? You're not thinking of the Funko Pops. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> Someday. I fucking hate Funko Pops so much. There's gonna be one I of you. I wouldn't one wish of you and a thousand of me. I wouldn't wish a Funko Pop on my worst enemies. <laughs> uh, not true. That's us. Which one? Which one on me? What? No. Which one? <laughs> Did it work? I wish a oh, I think I just pooped. No. Okay, so we're here. It's Christmas. Yes. Viewer, listener, 
I do want to bring this up uh, where we're going to kind of slide into the to the episode proper, right? Uh, by the way, uh, apologies in advance. If you hear any clipping and clopping, if there's any uh, chitter chatter, yeah. right? It's simply the Victorian England people going about their days. That's true. Right? Getting dysentery and dying and whatnot. Um, Super young. Yeah. There was a kid who tried walking in front of the cameras earlier. The one, You know the one with the one leg? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pain in the ass. And he's like, but I, I'm too short. You won't even see me in the lens. My, my head doesn't even reach the lens, sir. And we beat him up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I broke his leg. You did. Yeah. I There's gave him one a little good crush. One. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. That's a shame. That we, is a real shame. We do have a lot of fun stuff planned, though, today. Absolutely. You know, I'm excited for Christmas. We're always excited for Christmas. Um, and you had some stuff you wanted to, to bring to the table. We have some gifts for each other. We have some letters to Santa. Yes. We, yep. have, a letter, we, have, a, we have a package from across... The globe that we're going to open and for the first right, time yeah. on camera. And I mean, it's actually it's closer to us now that we're in Victorian England. That's oh, true. Oh yeah. wow! So it's old, it's, old it's, enemies it's, though. Yeah. It's next door to yeah. us. Now. We're surprised they it made it through customs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I do want to mention this since we're we're in a we're we're in media res, right? Yes. We're 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 in the the, the thing, uh, and it does uh, beg the question of uh, some Christmas uh, media that we intake, right? Christmas mm -hmm. movies. Right. I've been watching a lot of Christmas movies lately. I'm Me sure too. you have. Yep. Uh, there's two things I wanted to bring up, because I think this is the episode to talk about it. We talked a little bit on the phone, Chuck and I, yeah. about uh, Home Alone 2, yeah. Lost in New York. One of the okay. best Home Alones of them all. Yeah, I one, would say one of the two best. Two. I'd say top two, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, don't make me choose. Yeah, right. Don't make me choose. <laughs> this hat. <laughs> it's pinching it's like, my noggin. I know. It's like, it's a tight condom for sure. Uh, I, there is room at the tip. Yeah, oh, yeah. To, at the reservoir. Yeah, exactly. To catch I'm a newsy stuff. hat guy now. So oh, this yeah. Is, this Do is... we really need a reservoir in the condoms? <laughs> I don't think no, we no, need just it. Let, it, let it sit there. I don't let think it we sit need there. It. All right. That's fair. You write to Trojan and let them know. So what are we doing? It's so, like two ounces, right? How much? Can we not do that at the beginning of a Christmas <laughs> episode? Christmas. Talking about uh, just... weights and measures of, of that. Okay. That's come on. Go ahead. Think of because don't forget at the end of the episode, it's I gonna know. snow, quote unquote. <laughs> I know, it's in the reservoir. It's so soppy. <laughs> My hat's ruined. Anyway. Ruined. Uh, so, uh, Home Alone 2, Lost yes. in New York. There is an issue there. We were chatting about it briefly. Yeah. And I did want to bring it up on the episode because I think it's appropriate. Um, Home Alone, uh, the the original, Home Alone Senior. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, you know, Mr. It's, Alone. Mr. Alone, <laughs> uh, if you're nasty, um, is uh, very much, it's, it's a... It's a carbon copy, Home Alone 2. It, it very much is right. like, here are the same beats, and, and, and you know, you have the South Bend Shovel Slayer yeah. uh, that Kevin befriends, and everything's okay by the end of that. Right. And so Home Alone 2 comes out, and we need a, a stand-in for the South yes. Bend Shovel Slayer. Someone for him to be afraid of, Yes. but then realizes, oh, this is a good person. Can, yeah. can, can I posit something real quick before yeah. you get into this? You know how they, a lot of sequels will be like, we basically have to copy the formula of the original to be successful? Right. Mm -hmm. I think Home Alone is one of the ones that does that, but changes just enough to make it still a fun movie. Sure. I think it did the the thing that would be probably the first idea, but 
it's it's such a fun movie. It works. You well, know? I was gonna say like the the traps are so much more violent. Sure. The uh, the New York stuff is fun. The toy store is fun. Right. Right. Like, all that stuff is. I think it's appropriately built. I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. It's not it, like Gremlins too, which is like that's like totally different direction. And everyone loves the idea that it's turning the movie on its head. Yeah. That's kind of more. That's the most fun. But Home Alone 2 as the build. Well, I think Home Alone 2 is also like the most logical thing of like, all right, a Home Alone sequel. Right. Does he get left home alone again? Do we do it on another holiday? No, it's got to be Christmas. That's that's great. Yeah. Uh, for him to be left alone again doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. So it, I think it's a natural thing. I think it's in the first five minutes of conversation yeah. about what the the uh, the sequel can be. Yes. Yeah. Well, what if he gets left somewhere yes. in like a big city? Yeah. Right. You know, it's it's uh you know babe. Pig in, in the, the city. city, you know that's <laughs> yeah. what it is, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, Home Alone Two, Pig in the City. <laughs> That'll do, Kevin. That'll yeah. do. So my issue is this, though. You get in Home Alone Two, our stand-in for the South Bend Shovel Slayer uh-huh. is a lady mm-hmm. who I think is homeless. They never quite say they straight say, up, "I'm homeless." Yeah, the, she she does say that she lives. Above Radio City Music Hall or whatever. No, no, no. She says she likes to go there sometimes. She I doesn't thought she sleeps there. there with the pigeons and they they peck her. <laughs> no, I think you made up a scene. <laughs> I think that they peck. Uh, a money-making scene. <laughs> <laughs> Cover me in honey and That's seed. one of my get-rich-quick scenes. But um, <laughs> so She doesn't say she lives there? I know, No, I think she says, I know a place like we can go and... And, uh, you know, I like to come here and, and listen to the shows and stuff. I mean, we, we don't have to get bogged down in the nitty-gritty of that specific detail. Yeah. Either way, she's not like, she doesn't have a legal home. I think so. Even if she lives up right. there. I think that's right. She's squatting. I, oh, that's yeah. what I mean. I mean, if you live up there, yeah, that's what you are. You are a squatter, like Ray said. Right. You're, a, you're an unhoused she's, she, person. She, she's not renting it. She's homeless. Right. Right. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> so, I like that we're kind of tiptoeing around this. I like how we get in a couple of top hats and then we have to fucking get really legal on everything. Your Honor, Your Honor. Gavel, uh, gavel, gavel. I believe you'll find uh, this uh, unhoused woman (laughs) is not a squatter. She is simply a patron of the arts, Your Honor. Mm. Yes. Exhibit A. Look at this pigeon shit. (laughs) But... Uh, you know, she's, he, uh, he, Kevin's originally afraid of her. Uh, you know, he runs off. Uh, same situation happens later on. They get to know each other. Oh, you're not bad. You're just poor. Right. That's it. Uh, and, uh, and then, you know, she ends up saving the day at the end of the movie, just like the South Bend Shovel Slayer. Right, right. By throwing a bucket of seed at two gentlemen with guns. Mm-hmm. Because they're very sticky. Yep. Uh, and so the seed sticks. And they, they lay there and they they go to jail. Yes. Uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Home Alone 2. Um, <clears throat> here's my issue with that. Everything's fine as long as you don't think about it for more than half of a second. Right. Good. Because in the the original, the South Bench Shovel Slayer is just a guy who's lonely because he's, uh, he's uh, disconnected from, from his, his son. son. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and in the end, everything's good. Yeah. He has a home. He has a life. He's doing his thing. They see him outside because he's shoveling the sidewalk. Correct. So that'd be helpful. Kevin sees this lady outside because that's where she lives. Yeah. And she has nowhere else to go. She has no money. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a homeless woman. And Kevin is extremely well off. He is a very privileged boy. He yep. comes from a rich home. Can I say there's two aspects of this? What you're talking about is the second aspect. The first aspect is 
when she talks about why she lives the way she lives, mm-hmm. she says that someone broke up with her. So someone That's broke right, up yes. with her. Yeah. <laughs> someone broke up with that woman so hard that she became homeless. Yeah, she loved a man, and then he uh, left or whatever, however she puts it, and then she's like, you know, he broke my heart. And her little through line is like she won't trust anyone, yeah. but she ends up trusting Kevin. She, he broke up with her so hard that this is her life now. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm going to go live with those birds. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, to be fair. That's they peck me. They that, peck me. <laughs> Look at this deleted scene. That is every breakup I've ever gone through. I've been the pigeon lady. Where I'm like, go Which is weird because you really strike me as a South Bend shovel slayer. It's weird because you strike me as a pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the pigeon lady. <laughs> so, it is insane though that 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 this happens. And what kills me every time is like I love. Home Alone. I love Home Alone too. But what bothers me every single time is the end of that movie yeah. when he presents her with one turtle dove to with to go with his matching turtle dove. Yes. And uh and then just to really hammer home the financial differences between these two people. <laughs> like the social strata that they live in. Yep. Kevin then hears from the hotel, his father yell, yep. you spent $978 in room, room service? Yeah. And he's like, <gasps> and he runs away. Yeah. Presumably never to see this woman again, even though uh, the she's her, in the snow. Her arc is, oh, I've learned to trust. And he's like, I won't forget you. That's what he says. Right. And then turns his back, literally, <laughs> and runs away. So, because he's staying for free in a multi level suite <laughs> yeah. with all these free gifts. Kevin, let the lady come inside. At yeah. the very least, let, let her, her come, come in. Inside. Let her have yeah. a piece of turkey. And for fuck's sake, like let her take a shower. You know what I mean? This was kind of a running joke in, in, with my ex-girlfriend because when he gives her the turtle dove, I always go... Because <laughs> that's what she gets <laughs> yeah, at that yeah, moment. Yeah. And I, he goes I, back to his wonderful life. Wouldn't it be amazing life. if she's aware of everything and she knows about the hotel, she knows about all the gifts that Duncan, uh, Mr. Duncan dropped off. Yeah. Right? He knows all, she knows all that stuff is there. She knows that Kevin is truly a Chicago suburb rich kid. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh, here he comes. All right, cool. I fucking saved his life <laughs> in the park last night. I saved his life. This is it. I'm going to get a reward. I know it. He's going to let me at least spend one fucking night, <laughs> Christmas day, in this nice hotel, right? Here he comes. Here you go. And it's a fucking turtle dove. That's worse than giving the piece of chewed gum as a tip. To the bellhop, right? <laughs> if goes, I was that lady, she oh. goes, oh, he's just going to give me two turtle doves. He goes, no one's for me. Yeah, <laughs> no one's for me. Why turtle doves? Because of the birds. The, the, because of all those gins you got around you. I'm trying to shorten pigeon. Yeah. I'm trying to get it started. Yeah. But yeah, it is truly insane. No, it is. I want to talk to like Chris Columbus or somebody and be like, did you guys know? It's it's one of those things where, like I, I was saying, it's a build from the first one. The first one was grounded enough where they were like, yeah, we'll see if this movie works. This guy will be this. And they figure out all the baselines that make sense. Yeah, yeah. Then because of the success, they're like, well, where do we go from here? And they start dropping logic. The Wet Bandits got released from jail, and now they're going to camp out inside a toy store on yeah, Christmas Eve. Like, yeah. All of it is a little bit wacky. Yeah. Not only did he go to New York alone, he also has family there that is not there right you know what i mean like there's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of stuff that's but like it's a little just bit weird can I, can I solve the issue 
Uh, I mean, uh, you oh know, no! Sc- Here comes writer. Brad again, trying to solve the homeless problem. He's always doing this, and we all know where it goes. Yes. If Go you bring to up his version of castration one more time, <laughs> I'm out of here. Okay, so <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no, I, I gotta spam him like cats. <laughs> from a from a script writing perspective, yeah. he is friends with the owner of a toy store who presumably could hire this woman. Give me sure. give me two yeah. lines yeah. of Kevin saying, you can go to this toy store, he's got a job for you. <laughs> you know, it'd be so funny. That's yeah. it, that's all you need. It'd be so funny if she went, how much am I going to make? And he told her, and she went, <laughs> and yeah. then the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to work anymore. <laughs> Red State Brad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I it is It is just... I think because it's supposed to be the little heartfelt moment that's there, yeah. Yeah. it just doesn't track for me. It's just a bridge too far. Does that make sense? I, yes. I hear you. I mean, I'm, I'm, letting it, I'm letting it slide, but I think you're right. But even as a child, when I saw the movie, I was like, she's homeless. <laughs> Where's she even going to hang that little, that little ornament? You know, Thanks, like, Kevin, for my tree. Yeah. Uh, I'm Irish, by the way. I don't know why. Yeah. She is. A lot, she's Irish. A lot of trees in Central Oiters. Park. That's true. Oh, that goes the the Irish thing goes to your point. She was broken up with so bad. Yeah, I probably in Ireland. Wow. And she was like, oh, "I'm out of here. I can't take it. I gotta go My to the land of broken. dreams. I'm going to New York City. Maybe or maybe she. You know came what I over, might do? I might keep birds. I might keep birds. <laughs> or I like to think of it as the birds keeping me. <laughs> really, when you think about it, I like maybe. to listen to music and. Touch me, birds. Maybe a rich little boy. I'll save his life, and his family will take me in. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, bye. No, just one ornament. Okay, she, all right. She opens. Op- she opens. <laughs> she opens the locket, and one side is her, and one side is just the bird that dumped her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bird. <laughs> it's a seagull. Yeah. I'm getting away from here. I've got to leave. You know. Oh my God, that's really fun. That is. But fun. yeah, so that's uh, that's a bit of insanity. Yeah. I decided to wear my. Actual winter jacket. Uh, How's that going? Because we're out here. And yep. boy, oh boy, it's a balmy day here in old, <laughs> old London town. Well, we got Not me. Mine's a half a centimeter thick. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. <laughs> oh. Anyway, no reservoir needed. No, my, uh, my other Christmas point. <laughs> yes. And this one, I think everybody can uh, really sink their teeth. At, why am I saying that? No, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know how to transition. No. I was thinking about this last night. Uh, that would be a tough transition. You're like, go ahead, keep going. What do you mean? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what are your two transitions? So uh, I was thinking about Christmas movies in general, okay, and ones that involve Santa Claus. Yes. There you go. This is good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I like. You're like okay. You're, <laughs> What's you're right? winning me over. <laughs> you mentioned Santa Claus on a Christmas episode. Yeah. I'm in. So uh, there's a time and a place, and this is this is it. Um, the there's a certain stripe of Christmas movies mm. where Santa is real yes um and uh often in those films the kids believe and at some point parents are made aware in some way usually a lot of times it's at the end of the movie but like uh santa the santa claus yeah um you know right early on it's like what and then all of the adults are like no way this is bullshit right um uh elf same kind of deal right any christmas movie where santa exists in the world yeah. The adults are always like, what? Yeah, right? right. The logic of it irritates the shit out of me. And here's why. What is Santa doing every Christmas 
in the world of that movie, whatever movie it is. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Delivering toys, one would Delivering presume. toys to all the girls and boys, yes, right? right? Why is it that every adult in those movies is always just like, Santa's not, <gasps> he's real. I do wonder about that. Where because do the I'm toys like, come from? Because yeah. I'm like, this is a 40-year-old person who apparently has, children. has experienced no proof of Santa thus far. Right. So Which is what interesting. Is, what happens every Christmas? This is what I'm saying. Does I, Santa skip their homes? Does Santa not actually give shit? Right? Or maybe he just does it to like a few people. It's weird because the logic in movies where Santa is real. That's a good point. Thank Why you. wouldn't they know? Let me fix Your this. Your Honor. You take chemicals. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Chemically castrated Santa. Um, oh, that's why I gave all the gifts to the little girls and boys is because I can't have little girls and boys of my own. What, <laughs> if, so what if it's a... If, if it's a uh, Santa only comes to the houses that are full of true believers, for lack that's of a better up. term. So that's he's got up. like... You're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. True believers of what? Santa. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like Islam or something yeah. like that. You know, I, I was, I was, I was gonna make a religion joke, but um, yeah. the idea that all right, so Chuck is a parent in this in this hypothetical movie world, oh, chilled to the bone. I'm his child. I would Accurate. make a great yeah. dad, and he would make a great son. Ask yeah. his dad. <laughs> <laughs> My dad agrees. That was actually really funny. It was great. That was very good. <laughs> the the idea that all right, Chuck doesn't believe, so Santa skips our house. But yeah. Ray, in a different house, has Nick as his son. Both of them believe Santa's like, I'm in. So Santa's dropping off toys for Ray and Nick, but, that's but a, not for Chuck hold or Brad. On. People marry out, you know, people go out, they meet other people, they marry. One house is believers, one house isn't. And then, like, imagine, he, imagine he, if, he you, house if full you met believers. somebody and they were a full-ass adult. And they believed and in they Santa. And they were like, oh, no, no, Santa's real, and he brings me gifts every year. <laughs> yeah, this would cause, that's, by the way, your fix, your fix causes this issue. Yeah. Half of the population is, is, is fucking committed. Well, it's not half yeah. the population. It's, it's such a small percentage. How much do we see in these movies? So you're thinking that Santa delivers to a very small percentage of the world? Because only a very small, per it's like the Heaven's Gate cult. <laughs> As so many things are. A very small percentage is wearing the Nikes of believing in Santa. So what you're describing is a Jehovah's Witness. I kind of, yeah. Santa's I guess. Witness. A, a Santa's, Santa's Witness. Santa's Witness. Yeah. <laughs> a, Nicholas, a Nicholas Witness. Can we cut everything right now and stop doing the podcast? Because we have to write a script called Santa's Witness, where Santa witnesses a crime, uh -oh. a murder. And the police have to hide Santa from the murderers until Christmas Eve, when he's like, "I gotta go back. I gotta deliver the no, presents." Yeah. They gotta they gotta hide him till December twenty sixth, and yeah. that's the issue. Yeah, okay. He, yeah, he, yeah. He, he's trying to escape, no, so no, he can go not, deliver his stuff. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, they uh, one uh, officer <laughs> has to go with him to keep him safe. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Whoa! Oh, and John Cena. There's two. And John Cena. No, John Cena's trying to get him. Yeah. All right. You know I. What about he starts out bad. He ends up good in the end. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, you know what? Dwayne Johnson, he's uh, not really by the book, but there's a, a, a lady cop who is very by the book, and they do not see eye to eye on yeah. how best to protect oh boy. Santa. Yeah, but that means they have to go Ariana Grande. and do, no, that's the, not a believable casting. do the stuff with Santa, right? And then maybe Santa gets uh, uh, a flesh wound, What uh -oh. if a sniper, <laughs> well, a sniper say, shot what rings if, out if, on the rooftops. Well, I was going to say, what if oh. they have snipers on the sleigh? Yeah. Or maybe one of them's riding Rudolph. Yeah, ooh. That would be weird. Red man down, red man down. <laughs> Officer The Rock, you've got to deliver the rest of these presents. <laughs> right? I don't even believe. Oh, that's weird. 
ho, ho, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, I just wanted to bring up that idea. It is insane whenever it's like Santa's real. It's like, well, then what have you been doing? And how has the world existed for you up to this point as an adult? Great point. Your solution, bad solution, because half the world is crazy. All right. Well, uh, you know what? Drink these chemicals and uh, we'll go from there. (laughs) Can I? I need them. Like, put my name on some sort of, uh, you know, petition or something <laughs> that you might be starting. Uh, change.org, perhaps. Yes. Oh, we talked about how, like, you know. Strange.org. I'm having that jizz thing where I just, I'm like constantly horny and I can't control myself. Yeah. I tried to talk to my therapist. She dumped me. My therapist dumped me. <laughs> After nine years, are you gonna are you gonna move to New York City and live with the pigeons? <laughs> uh, I got bad news for you. That's not pigeon shit. Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> oh, gross! He has pigeon shit oh, all over his house. Now that's a sticky bandit. Oh no! I want to go home. Uh, I want to go home. How many jizz jokes are we supposed to do this episode? Well, it's Christmas. Zero. Twelve. Zero. Twelve. <laughs> On the first. No. Jizz joke of the episode. <laughs> Chuck <laughs> claims to me. Chuck claims to me. <laughs> His therapist dumped him all day. I don't know what I'm saying. She did. She dumped so, me. Well, listen. One man's my therapist dumped me is another therapist's I'm finally free. Yeah. Doesn't that make sense? It does. This hat is so wobbly. <laughs> It's it's too small for my big big dumb head. I know it's it's small for my head too. So anyway, uh, uh, I just wanted to throw those movie things out. I know lately I've been I've been kind of a little uh, mm-hmm. uh, stick in the mud curmudgeon about pop culture things. Yes. Right. So I wanted to come to the table in the Christmas spirit. Thank you. And bring some uh, pop culture. Uh, Bradley, what 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 do we have uh, uh, on the docket? I'd like to talk uh, as a, as a mini the roar you know segment. About the differences between a white elephant gift exchange, oh, okay, everything, and a Yankee swap, and a dirty Santa. Okay. So, so Brad, uh, you know, he does some topics on our, on our podcast once in a while called "The Roar You Know," where Brad teaches Ray and I about whatever he wants to teach us about. And yeah. this week, this for our Christmas episode, Brad's teaching us about white elephant gift exchanges. And and by the way, I w- I got so nervous when he started introing this. Yes. Up until he said elephant, because he went, I want to talk to you about today. I want to teach you about the differences between white, and I'm like, no, 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 don't do this. Uh, but you have done quite a few of these, uh, Roar You Knows. Yes. And uh, we've had to cut a lot of them. Yeah. We've cut a lot of the Roar You Knows because he teaches us. Yeah. Uh, you've done creation four times already. Yeah. I still, we I get to the arc and important. I lose it. Yeah. I lose it when we get to the arc. You know, the church I grew up in has a little creation museum in it now. What does it, that mean? Is no. it dinosaur in it? It did not. Dinosaurs. No, dinosaurs are a trick by the devil. I know. Yeah. I didn't know if he included them. They did not. But they the did tr- not. As a they, fun they, goof, get they, a load of these. They, they, they did not have that museum when I attended that church. Okay. So <clears throat> did my departure cause it? Yes. Hey, listen, some of your tithing allowed them to teach children that fossils are fake. I guess I, I technically tithed when I was a kid. Anyway, white elephant versus Yankee swap. And, and where do we all stand before we get any further? Where do we stand on the Yankee swap? Or what do you refer to it to? I always refer to it as a Yankee swap, uh, but I'm a Yankee. I'm right. from Maine. Uh, what did, do, do you have a thing like, does your family have a name for it? Well, we're going to find out, I believe, that White Elephant and Yankee Swap are not the same thing. Right. So maybe what you've done is only called White Yankee Swap ever. White Yankee Swap, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it's very, <laughs> very, very main thing. I did Yankee Wife Swap. Yes. Is that a thing? <laughs> uh, but where do you stand? I personally don't like them. 
I think we should have that conversation right after this. Because okay, because I think that's fine. we'll get into something. Uh, no, I know where I know what what else we're doing, but I've just I read it. I read the emails. <laughs> a white elephant gift exchange tends to be the that you give something ridiculous. Sometimes uh, the rule is it has to be something you didn't buy specifically for the gift exchange. So the term white elephant. See, did you know this part? I like that. I like that. Well, see, that's the thing. So you didn't think that was part of it, right? Right. I thought a Yan- uh, maybe I, I just know the Yankees. Yeah. Well, I like the idea of the silly uh, accepting the silliness because. I think a Yankee swap is bullshit. Where it's like, oh, we all spent like twenty dollars and we bring our thing. It's like you can just say this is a re-gift uh, party, right? You know what I mean? That's all it really is. I have a similar feeling to you, but I will save my marbles until the end. Okay. The term. Oh, is that one of those phrases that comes with that jacket? <laughs> <laughs> save your marbles. I don't want to. I don't want to spill my marbles. But I think that what you've experienced over the years mm-hmm. is that in culture and what I've experienced. I think everyone has just kind of used these words to mean whatever gift exchange they use. And yeah. so like even if it's just like, uh, we're just doing we're just doing Yankee swap this year, blah blah blah. We're just doing white elephant this year. Everyone just gets one gift and blah blah. Yeah. I think that those people don't adhere to the rules and Brad is kind of going to inform myself cuz I didn't know about that 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 was like there's like specific things to white yeah, elephant like to all that stuff. Please continue. The term white elephant refers to an extravagant, impractical gift that cannot be easily disposed of. The phrase like is said to come elephant. from a perspective about the historic practice of the King of Siam, now Thailand, giving rare albino elephants to courtiers who had displeased him so that they might be ruined by the animal's upkeep costs. Hey, real quick. There's no record of this actually happening. Of course. Yeah. Just a quick tip yep. for modern day. Don't accept extravagant gifts from anyone in Thailand. <laughs> I don't want to be like, you know. I think that the Thai people are... Just like everybody else. Go ahead. I think they're like everybody else as well, but let's not... But you would uh, accept it a gift from me. Well, let's not pretend there isn't a uh, sexual tourism economy in Thailand. You know what I mean? Maybe it's... You know what I mean. <laughs> while the first use He's of got this... got all those brochures. <laughs> while the first use I'm of going this to Thai next week. <laughs> ...remains Wait, a matter of later. contention... Among historians, one theory suggests that Ezra Cornell, founder of Cornell University, brought the term into the popular lexicon through his frequent social gatherings as early as 1828. So, in my mind, a white elephant is regifting something wacky and absurd that, you know, is is meant f- to be funny. And mm. the reason I think of it this way is because for years my parents would do like white elephant parties with their friends. And I remember one year my dad came in and woke they kept us up. They kept giving each other their keys. I didn't even get it. That is fun. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody looked really happy. Yeah, they looked happy. My mom would leave. <laughs> right. No, what would I, so they would no, actually I, do. I, the, I, they, he, he came home and he's, he woke us up and he's like, <laughs> look at what we got. And it was a six foot tall plush flamingo. And to me, I'm like, that is a great white elephant gift because it's so dumb. The sure, only, yeah. The only gifts I've ever seen from an exchange like this are completely like normal gifts. It'll be like a twenty dollars gift card to Pizza Hut. Yeah, that's right. I think the Yankee swap. Right, that's, I, think I, so, I, yes. I went to a white elephant gift exchange last night. The gift I gave was a uh, the NBA Baller Beats video game that Chuck bought on clearance for me, like I don't know, thirteen years ago, and. You know, you need an Xbox 360 with a Kinect to play this game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so I open a gift and it's candles. And I'm like, this isn't really a white elephant gift because this is useful. Yeah. And then somebody stole the candles from me and I ended up with a business card holder that is, ironically enough, 
from the country of Thailand. And it's like that. gold filigree. <laughs> picked it up in the airport. It's got, it's got an elephant. Um, Are you coming to the comedy? He used to hold coupons. <laughs> Are you coming to the Comedy Connection Christmas party? Uh, I can't remember what day it is. Monday. But we can talk about personal I mo- stuff. I moved a often. meeting this week to go to it. Oh, okay. And then I probably can't make it, yeah. Oh, thanks. So Yankee swaps are closer to traditional secret Santas, except for the exchange element. Mm-hmm. The origin of the name seems to date back to the 19th century. Uh, Walt Whitman included the Yankee swap in a list of quintessentially American things, U.S. foreign trade, blah, blah, blah. One disputed origin theory dates the name Yankee swap to the Civil War when Yankee and Confederate generals would engage in informal prisoner swaps. According to the History Channel, Union General John Dix and Confederate Daniel Hill Confederate General Daniel Hill agreed to a system in 1862 in which soldiers were assigned values based on ranks, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Uh, And a third choice for a gift exchange like this is Dirty Santa, more popular name that, uh, you know. I've never heard of a Dirty Santa. That's more popular in the South. Uh, And that's because it gives these, like, uptight Southern people a a chance to, like, you know, let loose and get crazy and, and be yeah, a little... Yeah, because that's what we want. Is that, they, is that we want the South it, it's, to it's get a, loose and indeed, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> there's a deviation from traditional Southern manners as people can get pretty ruthless with their stealing and tend to openly show their distaste for certain gifts. Gasp. That was the website I read it from. Um, so... Oh, I do want to hear that argument, though. I want to hear, like, mm-hmm. Plantation South, uh, like, Georgia accents... Yeah. Just doing like I want Kentucky. Oh, because I just picture like a seersucker suit and just being like, now, now, honey, I I do believe that I took from you (laughs) a couple of candles. Now, what's that I see over there? Well, it's it's, it's weird because there it feels almighty heavy up in my hands. There's uh, there's no real set rules of like how it's done. You know, it's generally agreed. Everybody draws a number. And then, you know, oh, the first person opens it, and then the second person, you can either open a gift and then decide to swap, which I don't like, or Mm. you steal the gift and the person you stole from has to open a new gift. Or, you know, on some level they can steal, whatever. There's there's rules about, you know, a thing can only be stolen a certain number of times or or whatever. So it's, you know, it's house rules. And to me, the idea of... I want that gift so much that I'm going to steal it and not take a chance opening a new gift, says the gift giver is good. If you open a gift and then you trade for something else, that says the gift giver is bad, and mm. I don't like that. I think it's, sure, yeah. I, I agree with you, but my reasoning is it's more fun. The stakes are more fun. If you're saying, I like that gift so much that I'm going to give up the opportunity of I don't know what in this thing. Yeah. But that's more fun, I think. It, here's the problem, though. It often always comes down to, in my experience with Yankee Swaps, yeah. usually there's like two things, one thing, two things, maybe three, that are like, people really like it. Yes. Yeah, you know, people yeah. really want that. It's usually like booze. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. people want that little basket with like three bottles of wine in it. Right, yeah. And so that just keeps getting stolen over and over and over. And then like there's some funny gifts that everybody's like, I don't want that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, give me the gift card. It is weird because it's like it goes, in a way, it goes like completely against the idea of what a Christmas gift is. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like appreciating right. it, the thought that counts and all that. This is the antithesis of that. Yeah, this is about getting. Yeah. Yeah, this is about fuck you. It's, give that to me. And I'll say this: I don't even know if it is really about getting because you got to think the people that are getting these gifts, they don't even really want the thing. They just want the thing the most out of the small amount yeah, of yeah, gifts yeah, there yeah. are. So it's really almost like 
we're all obligated to get gifts, so let's just get things that are so impersonal that everyone has to go, I guess this is the best thing here. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I, you know, I have friends The who, least bad. Right. The least bad. Exactly. You know, pe- what people are like, I brought a $30 Dunkin' gift card, and I left with a $20 Dunkin' gift card, and yeah. I'm like, well, that's just funny. That is funny. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I've, I've been through a lot of them. I made a woman cry, a coworker cry. Because there was a uh, before the <laughs> Yankee swap, right? Yeah, I, I call. I, if you don't get me what I fucking told you, to <laughs> um, if, you, if you steal my fucking gift, whatever I get, I'll fucking read there, your was a, there was there was like a back massaging pillow, and I I had been number one, and I'm like I got a bad back, and she had stolen it, and then she tried to hide it, so at the end I couldn't Ooh, go back and steal mean. it, and I was gonna let her have it, yeah, you know, like I'll keep whatever I had. But she oh, tried you mean to it hide that way. it. I thought you meant I was going to let her have it. Uh, well, I did let her have it by taking the gift and giving her a Dunkin' gift card. And she was like, I don't even like coffee. She, and she started crying. And I'm like, Oh, I don't like that oh, at all. Oh, no. She was, you she deserved was it. my least favorite coworker. Yeah. Um, and I think I was her least favorite coworker. But what are you going to do? So I, it's, it's weird because people conflate the terms white elephant and Yankee swap. I had yeah. friends this yeah, past weekend who went to a white elephant and thought it was used wacky gifts. And, you know, it's for kids and like the first kid and it's like a new remote control car and the second kid and it's another new toy. Exactly. And, she, and she's like, oh, God, I no. gave a jar full of leftover Halloween candy. Oh, and no. And she's like, I'm so glad we had to leave before they opened our gift. And I'm like, that is pretty fortunate. But man, oh, man, I can only imagine what was said about you after you left. So oh, so I agree. I think it's it makes it about the obligation of getting someone a gift, which is yeah, never yeah. fun. That's never fun. Um, but I also, I do sympathize with people who are like, well, we have a party of 10 people. We're not going to have everyone get gifts. We're not going to say, well, some people are going to get gifts. Some people aren't. Right. So we got to figure out something. So Ray had an awesome idea. So why don't you fill him in? I said. <laughs> what a rakish angle for your hat. Thank you. Very cheap. You got like a lovable I rogue. put the Ray in rakish. Yep. <laughs> Really hit that K though. Oh yeah. Really hit that. Well, you K. have to. Yes. You have to. What did he put the Ray Kish. in? What did he put the Ray in? <laughs> the Kish. <laughs> what part is that? What part is that? Do is no. that is that like a prostate? Only men have a Kish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no. So I, I uh, yeah I, I suggested you know th- there's got to be a better way, and we should come to the table with our own concepts. For improving the Yankee swap or white elephant, yes. uh, it's 2023. What are we doing? Look, I understand. You know, when there's a group, oh no, it's a yeah. it's a small office party, yep. or it's a, yeah. a loose group of people that are friendly to each other. You yeah. know, friends that don't see each other often, or or you know, uh, extended family. What are we gonna do? Right. Personally, I would say just don't do the gift part. Have fun. Yeah. Bring something with you that everybody can enjoy. You know what I mean? You know, enjoy yourself that way. You know what we did one time? And this is not my... We, we did this one time at my Halloween party. We got a big board, a huge one, and we had all felt. And there was like probably like, what, 12 of us? Yeah, you said Halloween party, but it was a Christmas party. Christmas party, yeah. sorry. And we all cut out and we made one huge thing on felt, like a big scene, and everyone contributed oh, yeah, that's to fun. it. Which is like, that's really fun. That's a and fun way. And you burn to, it at the end of the night? Or? Yeah, I still have it. Oh, okay. Well, the chart remains. It's, it's, yeah, the chart remains. Yeah, it's still burning. Yeah. Ashes. Yes. In a jar. Yes. With so, some yeah, Halloween so we, candy on top. We, we each came up with our own replacement idea. Yes. Yeah, we each came up with our own replacement idea for this, because I, I do understand the conundrum. So we said, well, what can we do? Can we tackle the problem mm-hmm. by offering a new resolution? 
that doesn't lose so much of the spirit of Christmas. Right. Right? Uh, so who, what do you think? Who wants to go first? I'll what go you, first. I just have first? a loose concept, so it's not really a written thing, but yeah, Yeah, mine, mine is, is probably closer to the Yankee Swap scenario. So as we get further mm-hmm. away, you know, this, this will be a nice little transition. Uh, the person organizing the gift exchange comes up with a price range, example, 20 to $30. They also come up with a series of categories for gifts to come from. So slips of paper with one category each are put into a hat or stocking, and the givers all draw draw out which category they are buying for. Sample categories include, but are not limited to, gift card, something blue, something square, something tall, something heavy, something handmade, etc., etc., etc. Anything Alex Horn has asked contestants to come in for the prize category of Basically, Taskmaster, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. The, the best shiny thing. Uh, there is also <laughs> yeah. a category for... A more expensive gift, forty to fifty dollars, mm-hmm. as well as a special Krampus gift, which is the white elephant gift. So there's you know kind of a booby prize for lack of a better term. Yeah. So everyone draws the gift they are purchasing. The day of the exchange, people show up. At that point, the organizer has the list of categories again, and people reach into the hat or stocking and pull out the category of gift they will be receiving. So if you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, then before any gifts are opened people have the opportunity to swap categories with any person in the group. However, each person can only be approached once. So if Ray has the Krampus gift and, you know, doesn't know what Chuck has, Ray's going to try and psychologically trick Chuck into taking that. And if, you know, Chuck falls for it. Looks looks like I really won out here, Chuck. Uh, I got the porn category again. (laughs) Chuck immediately swaps for it. This is like the... uh, And then he reads Krampus, and he's like, yeah, porn. (laughs) This is like the, like, oh, painting this fence is so much fun. Yeah, 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 a little little bit. And then, you know, and then Chuck would try to switch with me, and I'm like, I'm not falling for it. Um, But then I would try and switch with Nick, and, you know, or maybe I try and switch with Nick, but I do a bad job because I'm getting the the gift card, and that's the easiest one to get. You know, I just realized... We keep referring to Nick off camera, yep. and it's our Christmas episode, yep. and I'm worried that viewer listeners Same are like, oh, boy, it's going to be Santa at the end, I <laughs> bet. <laughs> and it's not. It's a guy named Nick. Well, <laughs> Sorry. let's just say, well, let's just say he is a saint. Yeah, let's just he might say, show up at the end if we're really say, good. Let's, let's just say let's he just keeps say, a pretty big is, list of children. Is he wearing red over there? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> once, once everyone has had the opportunity to exchange categories, then gifts are opened. Does he look great in that fucking hat? And then I think he looks great. Gifts are opened around the circle, and oohs and ahs are oohed and odd. Yeah, mm. so that's you have very a fun. little a little guidance for what you have to buy. Like, oh, I have to buy something blue, uh, but. The psychological element of, you know, you can switch with this, but it's before the gifts are given, so you're not hurting anyone's feelings. I, I think it's a winner. I think it's very fun. Yeah, because that's fun. It, I think it turns it into more of a game, which is very fun. I like, think the only risk, though, is you've added a couple more layers yes. before you get into it. Right. And I, from my own experience, I think a lot of times just getting everybody around in the circle and doing the thing can be uh, a little like herding cats. Oh, sure. You know yes. what I mean? Sure. sure is, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I, I think that's fun. Yeah, you've, that you've is given fun. it some more, uh, some more avenues for like real stuff to be enjoyed. Right. And, yeah. and for people to be like, man, well, I would like something like this. And they start thinking about possibilities. Right. That's very yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, so I, came up, I came up yeah. with one as well. Uh, mine is called. The Krampus cackle. God bless. <laughs> do you, okay. Do you like that? Sure. You for it? I mean, let's hear it out. But yeah. Mm, I see. All right. 
<laughs> oh, you want to know what it is before you agree to it? <laughs> All right. By the way, I realized what I look like with my hat this way. I look like the guy from the opening of Cheers. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Just smiling like that. Yeah. The Krampus cackle is for people who want to exchange gifts in a group setting where each person brings one gift and receives one gift. That's mm -hmm. what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Right. And by the way, I will say... Just putting on the table. This isn't like a Dr. Genius idea. This is an actual idea. Okay. All, All right. right. Uh, so the Krampus, as we know, punishes bad children on Christmas. And in the spirit of the Krampus, the intention of the Krampus cackle is to bring a Christmas decoration as a gift. It has to do with Christmas. Sure. But the goal is to bring an obnoxious, ostentatious, upsetting, ugly, or bizarre Christmas decoration to the gift exchange. So like that jacket. Exactly. Mm. But the idea is like, I'm like, well... Because I was thinking about the idea of what we had talked about where it's like, well, none of these gifts really have to do with the person, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah All yeah. we know about these people in general is like, well, at least they're getting together for a Christmas gift exchange. So they celebrate Christmas. So the gift you bring has to be a really bizarre or out there Christmas gift. So each person brings their awful Christmas gift in secret. No one knows what they are. They're wrapped. They're put in a yeah, pile, yeah. whatever. Um the rules are similar to Yankee Swap, where the first person chooses a gift, and each subsequent participant can either steal a previous steal a previous gift or open a new one. Mm -hmm. And if they do steal a previous gift, then the you know the person that got it stolen from has to open a new one. Um, but the game begins by picking a Santa. Each participant's name is put in a Santa hat, and each name will be pulled out until there's only one final name. So if it was the four of us, you know, you pull out Brad. It's like, okay, well, Brad's not the Santa. Pull out Ray. Ray's not the Santa. Pull out Chuck. Up, oh, Saint Nick is the Santa. Right? right again, not not Saint Nick, <laughs> yeah. just Nick, who is a saint. That final person is the Santa of the game, and they pick who's naughty and nice, aka the order of the people who get to choose gifts. So whoever think they think is the naughtiest, they say that person's got to go first. Yeah, yeah. Ray has to go first, then Brad, whatever. So they pick the order. You each get your, you know, your ugly Christmas thing. At the end of the game, after every present has been revealed, every participant must guess who gave each gift. Okay. And whoever gets the most right is the Krampus. And the Krampus gets to choose any gift to swap at the end because the Krampus has the last laugh, ah, which yeah. is the Krampus cackle. Um, if you're chosen to be the Santa, you can't be the Krampus. you got to be one or the other. Mm -hmm. um, and if you play the Krampus cackle on subsequent years, you are allowed to bring back the gift that you got before, but only if you change it significantly somehow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that's my idea. Yeah. I think it's really fun. Yeah. I think it adds a nice little game element to it. Little game. Yeah. And also, I think it becomes more of a thing you look forward to that's unique to that, as mm. opposed to being like, yeah, we have an office Christmas party. I might get a Starbucks gift card. Yeah. Or I might yeah. get like a heated mug. Yeah. This is like, oh, we do this thing every year. I got the craziest fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It kind of makes it more of like, you know, I really do think a lot of gift giving is kind of about the event as opposed to the gift. It's more right. about the fun of the event. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So getting a thing that sticks out in a funny way, I think is even more valuable, valuable than being like, well, I got a Starbucks card and I got four lattes out of it. Yeah, it's yeah. like that's not really that valuable to me. But the idea yeah. of a memorable, like we got, uh, didn't we get Brian Bowden that Wiseman plate or something? What did we get him for Christmas? I thought it was a Gone with the Wind. Oh plate. yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like something fun and crazy like that is always more fun. And I like the idea of 
the Krampus cackle, the mm-hmm. idea of that he gets the last laugh and bring it in, but only if you've changed it. I think it adds some fun to it. Yeah, I think that's it fun. Make, it makes it a little bit more creative, I guess. Absolutely. Is what yeah. it does. Uh, I have less of a like specific kind of rule book to mine yeah. and more improvements to what exists. Okay. Does that make sense? Let's hear them. So, uh, number one, I would like to propose this rule. Now, I'll be honest, I don't drink alcohol, yeah. really. Sure. Uh, it's not like a hardline thing. Mm-hmm. I used to. I don't do it anymore. Yep. doesn't really intrigue me. Yeah, just injectables now. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I will put a tampon oh, up, yeah. my, up my butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If oh. it's soaked. Is that boofing? I do eggnog. Nick? Not technically boofing. Not technically boofing from Nick. <laughs> uh, what is it, Nick? We've checked the rule book. Nick says butt chugging. Butt chugging? That's butt, butt chugging? Oh, he said no. it's not butt, not technically butt chugging? Okay. Judges say... Never the twain shall meet. No. It's a half boof, it's half, a half butt boof. <laughs> It's a boof chug. Yeah. Uh, so... Thank you, say Nick. <laughs> uh, I would like to uh, posit this: no booze. Okay. I know there's going to be a lot of people like, "Boo! What are you talking about?" Yeah. You know, I think it's extremely lazy for the uh, for the swap or elephant. I think it's lazy to just bring. Here's a nice bottle of wine. Yeah, I think it's lazy. And people often gravitate to those things because it's like that's a for sure. Like at least I drink alcohol. I'll have that for sure. You know, there's a lot of that. So I'm saying no to that. You're going to notice a theme here with like cheap outs and easies. Yeah. Yes. And cutting corners. Yeah. So no booze. No booze. No gift cards. No gift, gift cards. cards are also an easy out. Yes. It defeats the purpose. You might as well just walk up to somebody and go, I didn't want to do it. So here's $20. Have a nice night. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yes. Which, you know what? I'm open to accepting that as part of the rules. Right. <laughs> you know what I remember now? One time I went to a, a, a Yankee swap and I brought a Pizza Hut gift card. Yeah. And then they were doing it and I wasn't, I, I didn't, I had to leave. I had another party to go to. Yeah. And I stole it back. Did you take a gift in any way? My Other own. Just my own. Yeah, 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 yeah whatever. You're fine. Yeah. It's going to be an equal amount because you didn't take another one. Right. So you're fine. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, I would have thrown it off. There is another thing here. Like I just said, uh, somebody make that a gift. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, if you show up and you're like, oh, there was this, or you're too lazy, or you don't do something, the people that would bring a gift card, that kind of thing, yeah. you can you can show up, and you don't have a gift, you put $20, it goes in a pot. Ooh! Pot. You guys just got so excited. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I want yeah. the cash. This will come back at the end. Don't worry about it. Krampus cackle. So, uh, no, that's yours. Okay. Um, and so, <laughs> so, in this... You have your group setting. There's the option. If there's too many people, it becomes so boring. Yes. A Yankee swap is so boring. And then there's always like the aunt that's so in on this Yankee swap, getting mad at the people that are now just having a conversation. Like, everybody look at what Chris opened. (laughs) Everybody, did you see? Chris, what was it? A bottle of wine. That's right. And so I'm like, I'm Chris like, has the wine. Don't forget that. I, I and Nathan, not- Nathan still has the little Santa who's black, and he's gorgeous. So you I, don't forget it. I'm I, coming for you. I was number six. On, I, I was number six, so I can't. I don't need to pay attention anymore. Yeah, Unless, yeah, yeah. If someone wants well, to steal Well, what if somebody me, wants to steal? Keep it on your lap, Brad. Keep it on your lap. Don't put that on the ground because people need to see it, okay? <laughs> people need to see it. Uh, no, I don't want it, but what if somebody does? It's Krampus, and he's And I cackling. feel bad because I brought it. But yeah. anyway, you know, it's yeah. stuff like that. It drives me crazy. Sure. Uh, like, I went to uh, my wife's uh, work event one year that they did a swap. Yeah. 
it's a it's a company. There's like a ton of people at this thing. We're all just sitting there for like an hour and a half going through it. Yeah. And I'm like, this sucks. Yeah, yeah no more tough. than 20 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Ooh. if you get to a point, if you get to a certain height in, a, in the numbers, it splits. Yes. And oh. you get put into groups for the Yankee swap. Now, all here's right. where it gets Christmassy. That's great. Uh, whoever gets the best gift that everybody agrees in. Let's say it gets broken up into groups of five. Yeah. Okay. Whoever gets the best of that of the five in that group, it all goes to a final round robin. Whoa! So they You're all turning are into now, brackets. I like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, and don't forget about the, the, the pool. Oh, yeah. The kitty. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. The kitty pool. Yep. No. No, nah, not the kitty pool. Not put a kitty pool there. So... <laughs> <laughs> Not Christmas. It'll, it'll it's too cold. Chuck picked a kiddie pool. <laughs> he said he brought it from home. He said he thought this party was different. No, no, he's sitting in the kiddie oh. pool. <laughs> Eggnog. Egg. <laughs> you just see my legs kicking. <laughs> That's me chanting from in yeah. the kiddie pool. That's just you, such a messy eggnog drinker. <laughs> He's used body paint and turned himself into some kind of candy cane. One time Brad saw me drink like gallons of eggnog. Remember that? It was disturbing. <laughs> oh it was like a giant square Tupperware container. And he and he took, I don't know, like half of a half gallon of vanilla ice cream. Oh. And like, but not with a scoop. Yeah, yeah. Like with a spoon into the container and it came out in one hunk. And he <laughs> threw it down in there. Plopped it in and there. Then, and then, you know, mixed it up. And he was drinking, like, the corner of the square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it was so disturbing. Oh, my I God. I didn't drink. You made That's me look so bad. Wait, uh, did the... <laughs> I don't like eggnog. Real quick on, on, on eggnog and drinking too much of it. Did the bonus episode, uh, uh, the Charlton Heston yeah. interview, did that come out yet? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that ends with a... Uh, a bit of a chug of the, of the nog. <laughs> See, there a lot you go. of sound. Enjoy that. We get, we're the same, exactly. Uh, no, that was a character Charlton Heston doing it because it would be absurd. Uh, but anyway, no. So, so sick. the groups happen if you want to do that, regardless. Yes. The situation goes down. Um, and I would love to personally add a rule where if somebody milks the whole thing a little too much, yeah. they are ejected from the swap. Like if wow, they stand up and spin around to show off their gift. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! Uh, no, but like, uh, like I was doing the joke with the aunt, yes. right? Like, if it's somebody like that, you got nope, you got to sit down, shut up, you can't do that, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so things happen as they do. If you, you should elect a shamer, that Ooh, would be really that would be funny. Fun. Electing that would be a shamer fun. is yeah. funny, and they get like a judge's robe and the gavel. Yeah, and the gavel. gavel, gavel yeah. Hell yeah, I just want that gavel. Yeah. If somebody gave me a gavel as a gift, like a nice judge's gavel, oh, yeah. I'd be so happy with that. They give you a little piece, a thing too, that snap on it. Yeah, I would. I would walk around with that all the time. Crack it and just not judge people, but situations. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, I would yeah. do both. I think it would become a part of the podcast for sure. And also, you mentioned the thing about yeah. how many people are in it. Can I add one thing to the Krampus cackle? Yeah, absolutely. If you exceed fifteen, you gotta go to fifty. You have to have fifty people involved. <laughs> it's gonna, you can't so have fewer than fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or you can't, fifty plus. Sixteen to forty-nine. <laughs> right. It's gonna be at least fifty. And so at if, the fifty, it's televised in public access. Yes, and if you get to and sixteen, all day. that means each person has to find one, two, three, four, five, six. Each person has to find another one and a half people to be part of it. <laughs> all the tiny tips. Two people. Uh, two plus. Two plus people. So, at the end of this. You know, you do the stupid thing where you swap gifts and all that stuff. Yeah. At the end, when all the gifts are revealed, there is a vote for what the worst gift that was brought to Ooh, the swap. Ooh, okay. I like the vote. 
whatever the worst gift is that is elected the worst gift, right? Yeah. right? You can narrow it down. You can make a game of it. You can milk it. You can do whatever you want. But it is deemed that that's the worst gift. Yeah. Then it's revealed who gave the worst gift. Yeah. Feels mean. That person has to put in another twenty dollars for the thing, right? Okay. Because oh, the they pot? did bring a gift, but yeah. they have to bring. They ha- now have to also oh, that's throw good. twenty bucks that's in the good. pot. Yeah. And whoever received what was voted the worst gift, yeah, gets the pot. Oh, so it's like, oh, it's the good. worst. Nope, it's the best. That's right? great. I was toying with the idea that's that good. that it's uh, my other version. That, so that's the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. But my other version that I was toying with that I was like, nobody will go for this. It's just uh, George's dad in Seinfeld. Yeah. But I wanted to do it's Yankee Swap. Everything's the same. But if you try and swap something, the other person could physically fight you to keep it. <laughs> 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 I really like that's the idea funny. of like because I don't then know. it's like then it's like. The person who wants to fight the most they is the one it. who like wants the, it the most. Like yeah. the biggest, strongest person's like, I love Yankee Swap. Yeah, yeah. Yankee yeah, Swap's yeah, great. Yeah, Nana's exactly. just like, let's just do Secret Santa. Yeah. <laughs> no. She's got a black eye. <laughs> let's do Secret Santa. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my idea of just uh, take the take the the elements of it that really bother me when you have to do it with like a group of uh, more disconnected people. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. You know, when it feels like it's more of a uh, a requirement, a obligation. Yeah. yeah, an obligation is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to reduce some of those things. That's great, man. Great. There what it a is. Great idea. That's yeah. great. That's but great. and and I've just learned in this conversation that I very badly want a gavel. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my god. Um, so well, you're on. Honest. Speaking of things you want, I mean, Chuck has a a unique gift story. Is it a gavel for me? No, I wanted to talk oh. about this because I thought it kind of tied into oh, our it's podcast. A story? Yeah. Well, I thought I it can't tied... clank that on the table. It'll you clank. Say, you could say if oh. it's if it's if I'm going overboard. Okay. Um to <laughs> 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 say that lasted a quarter of a second longer than I thought it would before you started gaveling. So, uh. it's funny this ties into the podcast this year a little bit because we did the Saw franchise flashback for Halloween. Yes. Yes. And I wanted to tell you about uh, a couple years ago, many years ago, for Brad's for Christmas, mm-hmm. um, for Brad, I decided because we both love Jigsaw. Brad's Saw, Christmas for Brad. Yeah, <laughs> that cartoon. Did you see that? It was so sad. <laughs> I got him this. I got him this this thing. It was in my fire, which is why it's all burned at the top. Okay, so it's getting sadder. <laughs> I got him this. Yeah. And right, and he opened it. Right. And it was early on in the night. I opened this. Oh. <laughs> okay. And so it's a little tape recorder, just like Jigsaw would use. And a little tape that says "Play Me" on it, just like mm-hmm. Saw. Now, unfortunately, I found this last night. I went to go play it, and it sounds like it's beginning to play. Yeah, nothing. The wheels don't spin anymore. Uh, it's a long time ago. It was yeah, in a fire. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's okay. I think the visual is cool. Sure. But I gave him this with a "Play Me" tape. And essentially, it was at the beginning of the night. Yes. But what do you remember about it? Throughout the night, I would get messages. Uh, emailed to me from a fake email address that might have been it was something like getting jiggy with it at <laughs> gmail.com okay that's fun yeah and it would direct me to different places in the state and household to either find new tapes or find paper clues or find outright taunts it was like basically like jigsaw christmas yeah and so it was saying like dear brad you love christmas so much you greedy piece of shit and so all night it was kind of like a also a scavenger hunt throughout this gift exchange yeah and what did it end with well it ended with uh god you guys your friendship 
is like a, this, if this, uh, this way up. The real bee, quick, the bee goes up. I got to say this before you do the reveal because I think this makes sense. Your friendship, and I think it's lovely, Thank but you. your friendship you. is 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 like an elderly couple that read a, a magazine on how to keep it spicy, but. They confused it with a Highlights magazine. <laughs> and I feel like that's... Uh, does that make sense? I if th- Highlights magazine wrote a how to keep it spicy <laughs> in the bedroom, that's the stuff you guys do. I think... You know what it really is? It's that we both like to be creative. Mm-hmm. And so when we think of things like, what should I get Brad for Christmas or something? It's almost like an excuse to be able to be like, well, let me think of a creative thing that he would appreciate. Yeah, yeah. And then it just comes out that way. Are you looking for the email? Yeah, I can't find it. You can't find it. So basically, the final email was like, how desperate are you to get your Christmas gift? What will you do to a loved one? This is keep it spicy in the bedroom. And so I gave him this x-ray of a cat's head with a gift inside it. Okay. And then we gave him a stuffed cat named after his childhood cat mm. and an X-Acto knife. Oh, God. <laughs> and I, when we had sewed the present into the cat's head. Oh, my God. And the question was, like, will he be greedy enough to dig inside his own cat's head to get this Christmas gift? And I, I was like, you know what? No. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Chuck. I'm going to ruin your big joke. Ah. And, uh, and then he was like, just do it. Yeah. And, uh, and so this, this fake cat. You know, this plush cat, which I, I still have the body of the plush cat. You know, I'd corpse cut in with a little exacto knife and uh and play, and it was a, a micro SD card or whatever yeah, for, it was for the, the T Mobile G one or whatever <laughs> yeah, phone I had at the time. It was a long time oh, ago. Okay. But right, it was yeah. uh you know, it was this weird elaborate thing. I you know, I, I tell people that Gift exchanges with Chuck are a chance. It's it's a, a contest of who can be the most creative. That's what I think. Mm. That's what I think is really fun. And it's about all about, you know, like you know, Chuck gave me love coupons for my birthday, spicing things up. Uh, <laughs> These are all normal but he's like, things. Well, I'll say that he's like, read them in front of the whole party. And there were jokes about people at the party. Yeah, there were jokes about yeah, people yeah. not yeah. at like the that. party. That's and so nice. It was, I, you know, I, I'm not surprised to learn that when it comes to gift giving, Chuck finds a way to make it about, about himself. himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about me. It's not about me. Let me put away my intricate little toys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about it's a well. It's it's, yeah, I it's, it's, it's it was it's just really a more of an expression of I know you and I love you and here's mm-hmm. how I'm gonna say it. Yeah, yeah. you know. But that that, uh, that X-ray actually caused quite a bit of consternation. Well, some people some people who, who listen to the Chuck and Brad podcast might have known about this, but this was the thing where I went to Staples on December 24th. Mm. And oh, I, yes, I remember this. And I called, and I said, what time do you guys close? And they mm. said 6 p.m., and I went there at 5, and they were closing. Yeah. And I was, like, banging on the door, and they were the guy was a real dick to me, and he was really mean to me, and, you know, he slammed the door in my face, and he screamed at me. And then for months, whenever I went but, into but that... You, but you got this. I got it. Yeah. I got it. And I was like, you know, uh, I called earlier, and they said we're closing at 6. And he's like, you didn't talk to me. And he was a real, real weirdo. And, uh, and this is December 24th? That's yes. right. Christmas Eve. And right. I had called that day. I know. We, we, we're we relitigating. Where's my, where's my gavel? <laughs> we're relitigating because we had this conversation on yeah. your podcast. But then uh, I kept going in, and that guy who worked in the copy department, he kept like not being there or being like, I'll be right back, and he would leave. Mm-hmm. And after months of this horse shit, I finally was like, what the fuck is up with this guy? And I went to a manager, and I was like, hey, like every time I come in to get flyers now, because I would get flyers from my band, I would be like, it takes so long, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh. He's like, let me tell you this. 
I just started being a manager here a couple months ago. And when I <laughs> when I started being a manager here, they told me that you came in on Christmas Eve and you yelled at this guy and you spit on him. And because you spit on him, <laughs> the guy told the people he was un comfortable serving you mm. so they told him whenever you come in he can go to the back and so that's why wow. <laughs> you're saying it like i spit on him <laughs> you can't you're gonna listen to me i didn't spit on this guy oh i see here's the thing i think when you hear spit on him you can immediately think of like a pooey right yeah yeah but there's also if you were exchanging words with this gentleman i was yeah you could be talking I was like, and have a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You spineless piece of shit. You know, just I stuff like that. Suffer this succotash one second longer. Yeah, there is a version of oh hey, don't spit on me. That's like the the kind, that kind. You yeah. know, shrapnel spit. Yeah. So maybe that did happen. Maybe you did spit on that guy. I my lip control is is fucking excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, me and you get into spats all the time. I never spit. Spit and spat. Look, I just said spit and spat, and you're clean as a whistle. I'm all the way over here. <laughs> That's how far away he was. That's fine. We were, we were wearing the same outfit. <laughs> I didn't spit on this guy. Oh, I'm not so gonna this get back poor guy on Christmas Eve is ready to shut down so he can go wrap his kids' gifts. He's Maybe got they shouldn't the be lying to customers on Christmas. Yeah, and then yeah, he looks he looks in the window and he sees because you said you were in that costume, right? That that <laughs> outfit, right? And he looks out and he's like. What is that out there? Is that Jack Skellington? <laughs> What's this? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's fun. That was fun. And then I wanted to say this year I actually got Brad a gift that mm -hmm. I had to return already. Wow. I thought of this idea. I thought it'd be really funny to get a cheese board that's shaped like a big dick, right? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's funny because you don't eat cheese and who are you going to serve it to? And so I ordered. So this he just wanted to get you a piece of wood cut like a dick. No, there's all the little compartments. Compartments. Yeah, because you have like this is where the cheese, the pep, the the olives. So like a charcuterie board. Yeah. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Yeah. And I got it in. It took some. Please don't say I got it in when you talk about the big wooden penis. I, it took some searching. Yeah, yeah. I got it in. Yeah. It's way smaller than I wanted. And so I had to return the other day, but it was so awkward because now UPS, you return things from Amazon. You don't have to box it. Right. So you just hand them a dick-shaped mm -hmm. charcuterie board. That's nice. kind of strange, right? You, you, you can <laughs> rebox it. You're not required to not rebox it. <laughs> what do you mean? I thought it wasn't allowed. I don't know. It's fine. Anyway, so it was awkward. I get it. It would have been more awkward for me to open that on Christmas morning in front of my <laughs> friends and family. I have a picture of him. Bradley, you don't like cheese. <laughs> I really. Just... What's this? It says it's carved into the side of it. Hot dog platter. <laughs> See, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Then he would actually keep it. Um, well, I'll put the picture up, but I you just wanted to you apologize. You don't need to. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. That's all right. You're forgiven. It's too small. It is too small. Yeah. Looks average to me. Darn. You know, you could put some dips in there. Yeah. Yeah, but St. Nick, he says it's too small. I mean, as a general rule, like that's smaller than my actual one. So <laughs> I, I think that's not a good How idea. How much cheese can you fit in it? Um, yeah. So I haven't tried. 
that's one little that's one little uh i figured we tell the jigsaw gift story that was really yeah. fun I, I wish this thing worked i thought this thing worked i was so proud that i found it yeah and then like i had the batteries and everything and then last night i'm just like ah oh, fuck Ugh. well i wish speaking, it worked speaking of uh gifts and also because we do have a hard out here yes uh we should keep it rolling right along yeah uh you know because i believe i see to what do my wondering eyes appear here? Oh, the lamp lighters are out now. They're they're lighting all the lamps. Yep. It's getting late. Light the lamp. You know? Not the rat. There's a Bobby. I saw a Bobby running into a dark alley. He said he did it again. He did it again. She's all cut up. He did it again. Yeah. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> Could have been anything. <laughs> Could be anything. So, uh, but I, I think we should, uh, uh, we should get to what I personally like to think is the reason for the season. Oh, go ahead. Letters to Santa? Say? Yeah, letters to Santa. Okay, I like them. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's weird. Like, did, I feel like I know you wrote your letter to Santa. Yeah, I wrote a letter to Santa, and you sent it out, and I put it in that big red mailbox that was outside of my house, and it, it wasn't there the next day. It's weird because did you have a big red letter mail mailbox? I I had one right in front of my house, and I haven't written a letter to Santa in a long time. So I was like, I'm going to write a letter to Santa this year. So I yeah. wrote, and I put it in the mailbox. Did you do that? Same thing. Same huh. mailbox. Here's what's weird. Guess what I got in the mail today. Oh, please don't say it. Your letter to Santa. You got my letter. Yeah. I got Brad's letter. I got Chuck's letter. Whoa. Wow. What a weird mix-em-up. Should we read them all on the podcast? We should so. read them. You, you know, know what? That, just that off way, the top of my head? That way. Yes. Wait, you got Brad's? That I way, have Brad's. Yeah, that way. Okay, it, it, I thought you were going to get mine. Okay. No, nope. I got yours I, last year. I got yours. Oh. Um, but we want Santa to get this, and there's no, no time to send him a, a physical letter. So yeah. I think if we read... Read the letters right now, Santa. And we big know fun Santa, bear. he's a huge fun bear. Loves it. Loves it. Um, so, Chuck, if you want to read your letter. Well, Ray thinks that we should all read uh, the letters we received, right? I, w- I would like to read the letter that Brad wrote to oh, Santa. Oh, all right, then. Cool. So, you, so Brad's going to read the letter that I wrote Is that to okay? Santa. Yeah, no, that's great. Brad's okay. going to read my letter to Santa. Yes. <clears throat> What did I write? So I this is what you remember. wrote. You wrote this to Santa. Yeah, and yes. it was a little. It was a little foggy, so I don't really remember what I wrote. It was yeah. just a busy day. You were so, fuming because of a penis charcuterie board. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dear Santa. Yeah. Good start, Chuck. Yeah. First, I need to apologize. I realize I may have been a little selfish in my letter last year. There are more people in the world than just me, Chuck Staten. To make up for my shameful selfishness. I would like to ask for something for others. And while it isn't world peace, I think it's a step along the path. I would like to unselfishly ask that you let many women get to experience the gift, the true treasure, some would say the ultimate reward, of making love to me this year. Brad, we were supposed to do a thing where you write a funny one for Chuck, not Chuck's actual letter. Please also give them the gift of liking it really rough. (laughs) Come on! The texture of my genitals, I mean. (laughs) Also, give me women I can tell my friends about, especially when those friends don't ask at all and sometimes beg me to stop talking about it. (laughs) Come on! We're having fun. Seconding. I'm glad that you thought of us when you were writing that letter. That's really nice. Seconding, I want a nickname. I'm tired of being Chuck. I want to be something cool like Danger Dick or Cocktopus or Corn Doggy or RBQ. Numero three, Kimo Sabi. 
I would love a chance to advance my creative career and work with some of my comedy heroes this coming year. I'd love to get some new names to drop, ha ha. Comedy icons of stage and screen like Tim Allen, Scott Baio, Kevin Sorbo, <laughs> James Woods, the My Pillow guy, and the late Henry Kissinger. I've got some jokes about pronouns that I'm busted to tell them. <laughs> Forthwith is for Scrooge McDuck to be real and for him to be my friend. With benefits? Just kidding, LOL. Unless. <laughs> Fifthly, I need you to remind people that Staten Island is a part of New York City, just like a herpes blossom is a part of the human body. <laughs> blossom is disgusting. I designed some flyers for you to pass out on your worldwide travels. They'll be ready at Staples for you to pick up on Christmas Eve. Make sure you triple check their hours. Seeks, I'd like some nice warm socks. That's just practical. Finley, Thank you for fulfilling my request last year for Ray's anxiety to be at an all-time high and, and for Brad to continue being his own worst enemy. It's truly a delight to watch them squirm like the worthless worms they are, compared to me, I mean. Your pal, RBQ Staten. Wow. Beautiful. Well, Beautiful. Are you going to pass it along to him? I, I, you know, oh, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was really knows. thoughtful to that include will, us. Yeah. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you for yeah. I times. think there might have been a bit of a uh, an interesting little overlap in one of the uh, one of the items. Oh, good. That was asked for. Do you mind if I? Yeah, you go next. If I go next. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> I also got a, your letter by yes. mistake. Break up Brad's letter. Yeah. Okay. I think the elves were messing up a little bit. Yeah. Or maybe they were like Santa could use some help, and these are the guys that love each other the most. I, I think, think they I were think just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's way more likely. So here's uh, here's Brad's letter that he personally wrote to Santa, and I thought it was so beautifully ornate, and you wrote it with calligraphy. I did. It was so gorgeous. I, I, I scanned it and put it in my phone, so Good. you know it's here. Good thinking. <clears throat> Dear Mister Santa, sir. <laughs> Hello, Christmas Daddy. <laughs> it's me, your best little elf on any shelf, Bradley Abigail Roar. Back at it again with the Christmas cheer. Brackets, one cheer and one cheer only. That's correct. I hope you got my previous letter last week with a complete list of all the names I believe should be on the naughty list this year. As you know, I always like to send you a full report on the people around me. If that makes me a narc or some kind of Orwellian snitch, like Chuck says, so be it. Consider me your eyes and ears in this area. Any local ne'er-do-wells, grinchy neighbors, Chuck in all caps. <laughs> all of them will be surveilled. Anywhere I am, so goes Santa. So don't you worry, Chris. I have all my usual haunts covered. My home, Chuck's home, the grocery store, the gas station grocery store, various doctor's offices, the elderly folks I have breakfast with at McDonald's at 6.30 a.m., yeah. <laughs> And the local pornography store I frequent because, and you know this already, I don't trust my personal pleasures to any IP address or internet provider. <laughs> Enclosed is an updated list with any new Christmas crimes TM. These friends and neighbors have either done, said, probably thought, or could conceivably have thought just to be safe. Most have complete names and addresses, this but some... Just like you. <laughs> Most have complete names and addresses, but some I wasn't sure of, so I have simply included a rough description, like fat lady that spoke Spanish too loudly in Target. 
<laughs> or elderly man who cut me in line at Dunkin' Donuts and everyone was cool with it just because he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> or cashier at the grocery store who laughed at me when I tried to return mild salsa that was way too spicy. <laughs> Ethnicity unknown. She's <laughs> <laughs> very... By the way, that she was hat, very mean. That hat is working wonders for this letter. <laughs> I would very much like to address a possible clerical error in the naughty or nice files this year. Oh, you're even up in Santa's business. Yeah, it could happen. I'm worried that my name may be on the naughty list because of an unfortunate set of circumstances completely out of my control. Mm -hmm. So let me say this here and now. Yes. There was a particular incident where I was given a sandwich with onions on it and what appeared to be seasoning with wanton abandon. Yeah. And yes, I did return to the restaurant later that evening after they had closed. And yes, I did have a Molotov cocktail. But I did not mean to burn the place to the ground. Mm -hmm. I was simply using the firebomb as a light so I could read the complaint number on the door. <laughs> I never meant to hurl the bottle through the window, and that was a mistake. I know two wrongs don't make a right, Santa, which is the same thing I said about the Israel-Palestine conflict. <laughs> Such violence over two religions that got it totally wrong. <laughs> but when you think about all of that, it really puts into perspective how minor one simple D'Angelo's going up in flames really is. I'll be honest, Mr. Claus, you know I'm a man. We haven't even gotten to what you want yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, Mr. Claus. Brad's a real blowhard this yeah. time around. Well, he's, a, he's up in everybody's business. I, think <laughs> yeah. is what he I have opinions. Yeah. You're convinced that lady across the street is really a witch? <laughs> that, was, that was a bewitched poll because she had a nosy neighbor. Anyway. I'll be honest, Mr. Claus. You know I'm a man of simple needs. I don't need any fancy electronics or newfangled mm -mm. bits and bobs. Nope. I'm very much a Dickensian man. Mm -hmm. Oh, if only I was alive in Victorian England. I think I would have excelled as a miser. So most of what I'd like for Christmas is intangible. You can't rap righteous fury, ha ha. <laughs> so first, my annual request that my gift be that people all over this fine country of ours put the Christ back in Christmas and put the God back in hot dog. <laughs> you wrote it in a mirror font as well so we could understand that it's... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would also really appreciate if you could get my new nickname going with people. Whoa, nickname! It's another nickname. I love hot dogs so much. I want to be called Thought Dog. <laughs> Chuck and Ray have said they'll try to remember, but they haven't called me Thought Dog or The Thought Dog once this year. Not sure if you're up to date on internet slang, Santa. A thought is a loose woman. This would replace last year's nickname attempt, Plain Bread Chicken Head, <laughs> and the previous year's debacle of unseasoned whore. <laughs> it's a COVID year. <laughs> I would also love it if you could somehow increase my TikTok followers, Mr. Kringle. Yes. This is really important to me, and I feel I've earned a place in the top 10 TikTok dance accounts. I will settle for at least making one of my Bible quote dances go viral. <laughs> Just not the one where my penis fell out of my sweatpants. Four exclamation points. I don't know how to remove a video, so that's still up there, and people are complaining. In fact, <laughs> forget making anything go viral. If you could just tell me how to delete the video. <laughs> Why would you drink in the middle of this? 
Why would you take a big <laughs> sip of coffee? All right. Sorry. If you could just tell me how to delete that video, I'd appreciate it. I went to Best Buy to ask the professionals, but the geek I spoke to and the entire squad just laughed. Yeah. His, na- <laughs> His name is Bryce, and you'll find him at the top of the list of the new naughty names attached. <laughs> the idea of your naughty list is fucking great. I'd also love more listeners to come over to the podcast I do with two other acquaintances, Fun Bearable. We work hard on the show sometimes, and I know it would mean a lot to the other guys. We're pretty Christmassy, Santa. I think you'd like the show. We're like A Christmas Carol's Three Ghosts. Chuck is Christmas past because he's nostalgic and has already peaked. Ray is is Christmas present because he's very fat, laughs a lot, and looks through people's windows. And I'm a great ghost of Christmas future because of my grim visage and excellent skill for pointing at graves. Dude, I'm awesome at grave pointing. Finally, and this one is tangible, a burner phone. I would love to have a simple, untraceable number to call in bomb threats to various area restaurants that have wronged me and to call anonymous complaints into the police when people are out at all hours, like those children that are always making a racket at nearly 4 p.m. <laughs> on weekdays during the school year yep. when they get off that school bus. It would also allow me a second TikTok account so I could correct some of the very rude comments I get on my dance video. <laughs> oh, and I almost forgot. A copy of the Unabomber Ted Kaczynski's Manifesto. I read it online from time to time, but I think a nice hardcover copy would be a wonderful gift. Thank you, Santa Claus, for all your kindness and care and your abil- ability to justly judge people around the world and deem them worthy and unworthy alike. I envy you. Yeah. I fear you. And I love you. Your humble holiday servant, Bradley. P.S. My cat, Rosie, would like a new collar for Christmas. I had gotten her one with a little bell on it for the holiday season, but it jangled and jangled so much that I didn't get to sleep until nearly 9.15 p.m. (laughs) one night. So a nice, quiet collar would be lovely. And that's it. Wow, that's good. That's pretty was, nice. The, I wish I could bring in the, the printed version because yeah. the calligraphy was beautiful, but it was seven pages long. So. I, I love the idea of Chuck using the word Orwellian at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I'll call you Thought Dog. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, I was, uh, I was really happy when I read in your letter uh, the breakdown of us as the three ghosts in a Christmas carol. I, can't I thought yeah, that was that very was fun. I, uh, you know what? I didn't remember writing that. So the fact that I did it for the opening of the episode and then also in the letter. Yeah. Pretty crazy. That's funny. So, yeah, Ray, I got your letter to Santa. That's so embarrassing. I'm sure I, because I, I feel like I have a personal connection with yeah. Mr. Claus. And I, and I, I think I, I have a feeling I'm going to be embarrassed by what I privately asked him. Yeah, and just independent of this, I just want you to know that I love you as a friend. We're just having fun. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So here's what Ray asked for. <clears throat> hey, Santa, my name is Ray Harrington. Listen, Santa, I want to make this clear. It's not an ego thing, but I really deserve a lot of presents, maybe more than anybody. Seriously, Santa, I'm not trying to be egotistical. This statement is totally unbiased. I'm so great that I absolutely deserve more presents than anyone I know. Now, I'll be honest. I know, according to some people, my behavior this year could be construed as naughty. So I wanted to take this opportunity to confess my sins. <laughs> oh. And before you say anything, Santa, yes, I know you're not God. I'm not stupid. You're his brother. <laughs> anyway, I, I like that there's like little overlaps within. Yeah. I like oh, me that. too. Yeah. Anyway, 
I figured I can be naughty all year, then confess to you right at the last minute to absolve me of my sins and technically qualify as good to get on the nice list. I'm an atheist, and I have the same plan for my deathbed. P.S. Don't tell your brother. <laughs> so here are my confessions. Number one, I'm very sorry for my hypocritical ways. I have a podcast with two wonderful guys named Bradley and Charles. A lot of times, I'll accuse those guys of making jokes that I consider low-hanging fruit. But then one minute later, I'll tell a joke about Staten Island that was on Saturday Night Live in 1991. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's ten times as hacky as any of them, anything they have said or they've ever said. I know it's Santa, but when low-hanging fruit jokes come from me, they're good because I'm Ray Harrington. Anyway, sorry or whatever. I didn't realize we were like airing grievances. <laughs> Number two. It's weirdly like pointed. Sometimes I make this really mean judgmental face. I do this. I do this. Especially when my friend Chuck talks about one of his interesting stories, ideas, experiences, or viewpoints. This is like so psychological. This is so psychological. So much about Chuck. I know. I was. I, we have good news on this. Just send if you, whatever new therapist you get, send my Christmas letter to them. They will understand a lot about what they're gonna have walked through that door. It's so mean, Santa. Seriously, I squint my eyes. I open my mouth like I'm in disbelief. Sometimes I even shake my head at him like he's a dog who just shit all over the house. It's revolting of me. I'm ashamed at how mean my face can be. Honestly, I bet when someone sees me do it, it takes every fiber of their being not to slap my dumb fucking face into the next millennium. That's so mean. Jesus. And you know what? And you know what? They'd be right to do it. Anyway, sorry or whatever. Number three. I think we got to like better understand the spirit of the thing next time. <laughs> I was very harsh on Subway for covering up the sins of Jared Fogel. <laughs> You're going to Bastard Fogel now? Hold on. Subway has a wicked good orchard chicken salad sandwich. And none of my friends should feel guilty for eating there. <laughs> I need to apologize because, hey, again... The chicken salad is wicked good. B, just because you eat some sandwiches there in 2023, it doesn't mean you're supporting Jared's pedophilic actions in any way. C, all I'm going to say is boys will be boys. You know what I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry or whatever. Number four. The other day I strangled a rabbit. I felt nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now on to my presents. Number one. Can I get a newer Staten Island joke book? The one I've been using for my jokes is from 1984. Can I get one from so, like 1995 so, so my wrong. jokes are slightly updated? He's so wrong. It doesn't matter if they've literally been said a thousand times before. I still just say them again and laugh out loud at myself. <laughs> He's so bothered. I'm going to do it more because I know it bothers you. <laughs> Number two. Earlier this year, a donation was made to the Westboro Baptist Church in the amount of $25,000. On their website, they thank their supporters by name. Could you change the name on that donation to say anonymous? <laughs> <laughs> Big help. So number three, my friend Brad is very sad. That's I'm talking really sad. Accurate. So do you think you can make sure that I never become that sad? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> number four. I'd like a gift certificate to Applebee's for infinite dollars. <laughs> if that's too high, 20 is okay. Five, can I have a new haircut? Chuck took mine and does it way better. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that, though. I try to keep my Chuck compliments to one a decade. I met him about six years ago, so only four years left for me to give him that first one. 
<laughs> Number six. <laughs> Can we change every day to be my birthday somehow? I know that doesn't make a lot of sense, but I figured, hey, I already act that way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Number seven. Finally, I thought a lot about my wife and son. They're the most important people in the world to me. So I wanted to end by asking you to give them something. Here are two signed copies of my first album from Stand Up Records. So just wrap these and put them in their stockings. Wrapping is below me, so that's helpful. Thank you, Santa. From Ray. P.S. One final confession. Santa, sometimes when I write funny insults about people, I say, hey, it's just jokes. But if someone writes funny insults about me, I say it's somehow not jokes and judge it way more harshly. I confess. Give me the willpower to refrain from this terrible habit I've formed. Sorry or whatever. Amen. Good job. <laughs> yeah, you wrote, that's your you know letter. Yeah. You know what's amazing is that next year, I just have a feeling that Ray is going to get Chuck's letter accidentally <laughs> sent to him. <laughs> it's going to be the entire episode. Oh, boy. That's, wow, buddy. that's fun. Yeah. That's nice you asked for something for Finn and Kalina. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. I think no, it's, they deserve uh, something. I think it's 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 a fun thing. And yeah, I think you could you could dissect this like the Zapruder film. Yeah. It's very fun. I, I think really uh, like I, I think continuing gifts. We received a gift. Oh yeah, from That's a right. funder. Yeah. I think you have it on your side, buddy. Yeah, I have this. It's a box cutter. Yes. I don't know who gave it to us, but mm -hmm. I pre thank you for sending us this box cutter. Yes. Yep. Uh, we really appreciate. it. I'll just put it down here. Yep. And also. To go with the box cutter. Whoa, there's more to it. Is a box to cut. There you go. And in it is a lot of things, I think. And uh, there is the uh, there's a fun bearable sticker on the box. Yep. yep. And a customs thing uh, form form from from <laughs> De Deutsche Post. Yep. Deutsche Post. Yep. It's from Deutsche Post. It's from Germany. Yep. It's from Sabrina, the Spas Bar. Yeah. Uh, she sent us a lovely uh, Christmas package, and uh, I'm going to let you uh, cut it so open. Tell the audience who Sabrina is in case they don't know. Sabrina is uh, uh, our, our number one fun bear, our, our number one listener. Uh, she's in Germany. Uh, she's been a wonderful, supportive uh, fan of the podcast, and she's uh, sent us a few lovely things here and there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, over the, uh, what, year and a half that we've been doing this? Yeah, it feels much longer. Doesn't it? Especially, like, when Chuck was reading that letter, I'm like, oh, this feels like a long... <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's uh, it's really a, a wonderful, thoughtful thing. I know last year she sent us stuff. There was, like, a little grab bag of goodies in there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I got a Batman comic book that oh, was yeah. in German, mm -hmm. which, can I say really quickly, while you do that, I realized when I opened that comic book, Batman... Speaking German, terrifying. Oh yeah, <laughs> terrifying. You should never hear like you know, you know. I am the darkness. You know, like yeah. that's oh, that's yeah, terrifying. Yeah. Like, I swear to God, swear to me. You're like, yeah. oh shit. You know what, Brad? Why don't you take out the stuff that's in there? I opened it up. All right, uh, I got you going. I, I will set down the microphone, and you can narrate. Oh, hold the mic up to him. There you go. All right, we have some uh, some candy, some wafers. Yeah. Um, if it's filled with edible? things that size, we're going to be here for a long time. Uh, you know, <laughs> la, I would la, say candy. various edibles. Yeah. Various edibles. Here's a uh, thing wrapped in. Oh, why did I put these back? Uh, wrapped in bubble wrap. What is it? It is. Oh damn! It is a crocheted fun bear. Oh. oh! 
Oh, I love hat. it. That's amazing. And you know what? I'm really happy. Can you hold it up again? I'm so happy that that bear is in a really positive spirit, given that it's uh, a quadruple amputee. <laughs> yeah. no, no limbs on this bear. I think there might be a little letter uh, over there that you left out. Yeah. What if that's for one of us? Well, let's see. For Ray. Oh, my God. Wow. How did I know? Thank you. Should I open it or should I wait? I think you should open it and talk about it as Brad goes through the rest okay. of the stuff. <laughs> there's some there's some uh there's some fun stickers of some of the memes that have been made oh. of the podcast. Yeah, I love that. A lot of fun, see? Oh yeah. that's terrific. Chiquita I love that. Bananas, weekend at Brad's. Oh, and there's it. a couple big ones right here. The bitches of Warwick. Oh. <laughs> Bitches of Warwick. Oh, that's so great. Damn. Boy, little boy crimes. Oh, oh I love that. Man. Thank that's you, Sabrina. Really that's amazing. Thank you. And then inside there, oh, I think I got my my very own little. Oh, it's not a little fun bear. It's a little fun ray. Whoa! And this is wonderful. On my on my flannel, <laughs> there's a little. Uh, so my shirt says, "No racist cakes, please." <laughs> And that's accurate. And on the back, it says, I am a parent. <laughs> and I think all parents should get that. This is lovely. Thank that's you so amazing. much, Sabrina. Sabrina that's rules. really wonderful. I love What'd it. You, what do you have, Brad? Are you reading everything? The There's a card from Sabrina. Brad's going to read. Here you go. Here you go, Brad. You want to read the card? You know I'd what's funny? To. That is so... Uh, the, she, she did like she did the blue jeans. I always have a black t-shirt on, and yeah. I'm always wearing my, yeah. my denim jacket. This is amazing. That's me. This I is incredible. It. Thank you so much, Sabrina. I appreciate that. This my, might be the best gift I get all Christmas. I didn't even open yeah. mine yet. My dear honey bears. Wait, I have a gift for you. Oh, yeah, that's right. I wish you, your families and friends, a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. Merry Christmas to you and a happy new year as well. Is that on the same day? Because yeah. I know Chinese New Year is different. Is German New Year different? Huh. Nope. There is one mutual gift for all three of you and three individual ones for each of you. They are handmade and contain a lot of work, love, and probably also cat hair. Greetings from Paco. Wow. I hope you will enjoy these gifts and the sweet treats. Love you all. Take care. All the best. And a big German hug sends your very own Spassbear Sabrina. Wow. Thank then you so much. Really wonderful. XXX. So that's a kiss for each of us. Wow. Thank you. Oh, I thought that was triple X. I'll take it. I wouldn't open that. <laughs> Not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> that is really wonderful. Thank oh, you so thank much. Thank you so much. Sabrina. So lovely. And they're basically little crocheted dolls in case you're just listening to the audio. Oh, right. And they're incredible. The one of you is awesome. I mean, I haven't opened, uh, there's two more that are wrapped. I haven't seen them yet. Whoa! Whoa! This is amazing. Glasses on the forehead. Oh, my God. Uh, which is a normal thing. Yep. When they don't have I'll to get close up to these, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, a little beard. Uh, What's your shirt say? Red hoodie that says, I don't do voices on the front. <laughs> and on the back, it says, but I do the waffle. Oh, <laughs> and then there's a little tuxedo cat. A little cats, rosy. A little rosy. I cannot believe how great this yeah, is. That, that is, is lovely. fucking amazing. And, and uh, you, uh, know, you know what? Got the stickers and I wish I hadn't opened mine first. Why? Well, because I thought they would all be this round. <laughs> And then Brad opened his, and, and, and uh, if I'm being honest, immediately I went, well, that's a little thinner. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm a little nervous about mine. Oh, your or, he the head on yours is going to be gigantic. 
<laughs> or is it going to be a Goldilocks situation? You want me to hold your mic? Yes, please. Look at that. See? The season Here of we go. sharing and gifts and thoughts. I'm opening. These are truly incredible. I know we play stuff up for the show, but no, no, these amazing. no, it's great. So I got this the stickers, which are yep. awesome. Love them. Love them. The hard thing is going to be picking out where they go. Oh boy! <laughs> I just hope this isn't the triple X part. <laughs> oh my god! I'm wearing a shirt that says "I love Chuck." That is, oh, that's the most yes! accurate thing. <laughs> Says King of Staten Island. <laughs> Amazing. That's so great. That's so this great. This is the fucking hair is incredible. incredible. Oh, oh my the god. It's even hair. parted to the right side. It's so cool. Wow. I love it. You're this also is... thin. <laughs> hey, get some jump. Put me up there as well. Yeah. And of course the fun bear with the hat on, which I love. It's oh so my great. Gosh. Wow, that is incredible. Yeah. Plus plus plus. Look at that. Oh and my and there's god. all these these uh you know, German treats as well. Tons of German yeah, treats. So great. As well as a, a, Transformers a German, German Transformers poster, which I think is hilarious. That's great. It says power is primal, which is also kind of scary in Germany. Oh, yeah. Uh, amazing. And you know what's ironic about that is that, uh, as we know from the Transformers films, that uh, the Transformers were fighting... Nazis. Nazis. In you know the, that's World true? They actually make that happen in a later thing, and they helped with the Underground Railroad. Yep. <laughs> Climb inside me. Climb inside me. Saint I Nick will hide is in you. disbelief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that later on. Yes. <laughs> that's not very Christmas. This is amazing. Sabrina, thank you so much. And uh, uh, this sounds, uh, I, I think maybe only Taskmaster fans will get this uh, uh, reference, but uh, I've always wanted to see this little group in in crochet, crochet felt. I, I, by the uh, way, can I say something? It's so fun. If you told me that she was going to make these crochet f figures, mm -hmm. there's no way I thought they would be this detailed and accurate. Do you feel the same way? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're like incredible. Sure. I love it. I mean, it. you, you could have saved a little on the stuffing for me, but other than that, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, I'm taller than the two of you, so that's nice. That's true. Yeah. My hair almost puts I me I look like height. if a bowling ball had diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I really do love them, and your dog kind of looks like that too. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it. mean. We we uh we we have a heart out in a very short amount yeah. of time. That was well, <laughs> after that mean comment, <laughs> no, let me give you a present no, so you can joke. feel bad. That was a joke. Comment. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, I have a gift for both of you. Yeah, thank you. They are uh, individual gifts. Yeah. Uh, one says for Chuck. I'll let you guess who that's for. Okay. And the other one says for Brad. Okay. Uh, Bradley, here you go. Thank you. Are not jokes. They're just okay. straight up Christmas presents. Should we open them right now? I would like. I wanted to give them to you because they fit the podcast. But the, again, they're not a joke thing. So, uh, yeah, go for it. Open All them right, up. All right, cool. Let's see. It only became a joke at the very beginning of this episode. <laughs> it is a pop. Uh, McBoo McNugget, and again, with a little cat. I got a pop vampire McNugget. 
I love it. So those are, you know, Funko Pop yeah, things. Yeah, I uh, love it. It's funny because at the beginning of the episode, we brought up uh, Funko Pop. You said Funko Pops. Yeah. And then I knew what I was giving you guys. Of course. And I said I wouldn't wish Funko Pops on my Beautiful. worst enemy. I love uh, this. The reason I got those is we've had the conversation about the chicken nuggets oh, and all yeah. the stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all the all the anthropomorphized uh, uh, BS that McDonald's churned out. <laughs> and so when I saw these with my son, we went to uh, the Providence Place Mall. Yeah. Yeah, and we we saw. Here's the deal. I found uh, the Dracula. I found the Vampire McNugget. Yes, and I was like, I need to find another one. Oh yeah, I need to find another one. Yeah, and then I found the McBoo, which is a ghost with a little cat. I love that. Yep. And I was like, it works because it also looks the the facial expression. <laughs> yeah, so is, Brad. is a Brad. It is a Brad face. Brad face. Yep. Yeah, like oh, that's it's killer. it's like somebody said to the McBoo. Pull a Brad face. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I wanted to get you guys those because it's like a nice little, uh, you know, it, it involves the podcast. It involves some some retro-y things. Yes. I love and it. And quite literally, the first and only Funko Pops I will ever purchase. Wow. I do. Yeah, I really like these. I actually like these a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I do. It's funny. The Funko Pops, like, obviously, there's a, like a million of them, like Game of Thrones, all that stuff. Right. I do like the ones that are breaking the mold of the regular ones. Yeah, I don't Which like, are these. I, I, like, I like it if it looks like... Not a Funko Pop. Yeah, yeah exactly. and that's why I like that. It doesn't yeah. look like a Funko Pop. It yeah. looks like the old uh, McNugget toy. I love it. Thank you so, very yeah. much. Merry that's Christmas. amazing. Thank um, you very much, Ray. That's yeah. great. Um, is, is the pen that I need still on the table back there? The pen? Yes. Let's see. I believe you. Uh, did you not take the pen with you? I see ah, pen. there it is. Here we go. Yep. Do you want me to give my gift or do you want to wait? Do yours? I, uh, I have a gift for you guys, but it's in the form of a Bradlib. So I'm going to need some help. I think that should be last because mine is just a regular gift okay. and yours is more creative. I, I, I've also you know never I mean? heard Brad and Lib in the same sentence. That's true. <laughs> mine is more just like a real, like a regular gift. Yours is more of a fun sure. gift. So yours is more creative. So this is also not a joke gift, really. Okay. But it is something for Brad and Ray and the podcast. Ray, I think you can open it because we're on the table right here. Okay. Um, now you get to hold my mic. It's, it's not funny, but it's fun. If, okay. if that makes sense. Sure. It's not a joke gift, and I'm I think it's something that we can use oh on the podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh no. It's an ET board game. I hope it's just as simple and easy to follow as, fast as, as, as last year's Fast and Furious game. But I figured we've talked so much about ET. People yeah. know that we hate ET. I feel like maybe the number one thing about our podcast that people have latched onto is that we don't like ET. Right, right. And I thought maybe next Halloween we could play it or something. That's like a, a bonus oh no, episode. this is from Funko as well. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They're taking over, I know. You know what's fun too is uh, we can use Sabrina's felt figures. As our characters. As our characters. <laughs> <laughs> I love That's that. That's really fun. That's really fun. Yeah, I thought it would be that's, fun that's, for that's us. Great. You know, I thought it was. Uh, I love it. That was and you know what? It'll it'll allow you to confront your fears. Just. Yes. Exactly. That's what I'm hoping. What are you more scared of? An actual literal... E.T. Like if E.T. walked around the the Victorian, the, the, London, the Victorian London home and was right here, genuinely, or the idea, the concept of putting used toilet paper in the trash can instead of flushing. Oh it. my god, <laughs> that's a real Sophie's choice. If I saw E.T. do that, oh, <laughs> I think I would. That would take E.T. No flush. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. Uh, 
E.T. would scare me more. Yeah. Because I feel like he bites. I know he doesn't bite in the movies, but I just feel like he does. He has a yeah, tendency to bite. He somehow. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. All right. Um, Brad Lib time. Let's start. Uh, oh, I you know what? I don't want to cover up Sabrina's Yeah, no. Sabrina's stuff is way cooler than mine. No offense. Oh, I yeah, just want to keep it open. Yeah. Adjective. Adjective. Goopy. S- oh, okay. Yep. Goopy. I was going to say sweaty. All right. Goopy. Well, good, because I needed a second one. Perfect. Um, so that's great. So far? Noun. Taint. <laughs> He's got it. Disease. AIDS. Oh, no. <laughs> that's a serious one. I guess we'll keep it. Adjective. Uh, runny. Okay. <laughs> a country. Germany. Sure. Body part. I already said taint. Damn. Uh, lone testicle. Lone testicle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just one. That was a short-lived uh, radio program. Yes. <laughs> Adjective. Adjective? Adjective. Uh, let's say, what are you, itchy? Or do you want to say about, lumpy, bumpy? I think scabby. Hey, scabby. Scabby. <laughs> scabby, please. <laughs> we'll take All scabby right. for two. One T. TV show? Mash. <laughs> Bodily fluid. Match. <laughs> I think we have a new podcast. It's just doing <laughs> Brad Lips. Li- Brad Lips. <laughs> and then a uh, cooking ingredient. Match. <laughs> I can't believe that worked out. And one final adjective. Mashy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Smashed. Uh, well, well, maybe, it's, maybe it's a Christmassy one. Let's yeah. do a Christmassy one for the Jolly? final. Jolly. Great. There you go. <clears throat> and these are test results you're reading? <laughs> Dear Goopy Ray and Sweaty Chuck. Oh, I knew it. The truth hurts. <laughs> I know this year has been difficult, what with your anxiety and all. Ray, you are constantly worried about death by a falling taint? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and Chuck, you are constantly worried that your genitals may be infected by AIDS. <laughs> I'm not constantly worried about it. I bought you each an experience to help ease that anxiety. No, not a runny massage or a woman from Germany touches your lone testicle. (laughs) Something you have both said you would do. I, your scabby friend, bought you each a one-hour float experience at Float R.I., Float therapy, or R-E-S-T, Restricted Environmental Stimulation Therapy, allows you to immerse yourself in 850 pounds of Epsom salt and 10 inches of water that is heated to skin temperature. The result is an anti-gravity... My favorite amount of inches. (laughs) (laughs) The result is an anti-gravity environment void of any distractions for the ultimate health and wellness experience. Stress and tension are released from your muscles. Oh, my God. Essentially, you'll be in a sensory deprivation tank like Homer Simpson from the hit show MASH. (laughs) (laughs) I look forward to the two of you going together, separate tanks, and returning... Turning to the podcast full of mash and mash. <laughs> Your jolly friend, Brad. Well, oh, thank you very that's much, a great Brad. Gift. Yeah, you, you guys that's had really said, I, and I don't remember if we said it on the podcast or yeah. like at what Chuck's house, but gift. it was like, yeah, it was, you know, you guys would do it. And I'm, yeah. what know, a great around. gift. I'm psyched to I know. hear how it goes. Wow. Wow. And you know what? I'm so happy to know, like, it's not even an option to do it together. Yes. Because I would love to do it together. Oh no, because we'd be floating around and like, to the whole touches, experience. And you're like, is that an accident? Is it a purpose? That's a two men enter, one man leave situation <laughs> for sure. We're literally in a shallow pool of water with nothing else. I I give it four minutes before one of us, Chuck, is dead. 
and I only say it would be you because I have more more girth on you. <laughs> That's beautiful. As, as you can see. <laughs> oh, the court can use these. <laughs> you get a gavel. We got a whole court going. Perfect. That's, ama- that's yeah, amazing. Thank you gift. so much. What a thoughtful gift. I, Did they I, say I, anything sh- about height restrictions? I asked, and you are good to go, my friend. <laughs> thank wow. you. Genuinely, yeah. that's really yeah. lovely. Uh, that is. We'll have to take off the hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, now you can I fit can in. I can see you completely <laughs> naked being like, no, the hat doesn't come no, off. The hat doesn't come off. The hat stays. The hat. Wait, Chuck. <laughs> They're trying to shut it. You don't have to go completely naked in the tent. <laughs> you don't have to. I don't think they don't. Can I, th- you? I don't think they want uh, you. You know what? I don't know if they. Uh, I did I'll, not. I'll, I did go, not I'll go naked if you go naked. <laughs> I'm fine wearing full clothes. I'll, I'll go, go like naked. this. I'll go naked and we'll see if you feel like, oh, you're inspired. How about this? If you want me to relax. <laughs> I want to be so dressed, I look like someone in a casket from Victorian England. I want to be dressed in a full suit and top hat. Fuck it, put gloves on. I don't care. Take his pocket watch. Yeah, take his pocket watch. Hey, what should we do? Oh, get his soggy shoes off. You know what he was like in life? (laughs) That's another guy. Anxious. Anxious and worried. Constant diarrhea. Every step. <laughs> so, with the mention of constant, that's why he was kicked out of his last water park. <laughs> with the mention of constant diarrhea, that does bring us to Uh-oh, the end the of the tank is filling with diarrhea. Oh boy! <laughs> Wait a minute. That brings us to the end of our Christmas episode. Yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for hanging around with us. We appreciate it so much. Thank you to Nick. Thank you. To for giving us this wonderful uh, or time portal to Victorian England. Thank you very much to. You know, just in case, in case yeah. they review the footage and they yeah. say we don't want to be associated with the right. stuff. I I really do appreciate it, and and you know we've tried to do fun podcast stuff in locations, which yes. is a fun thing to yeah, do. I think so. Uh, is it more work than the <laughs> thing that comes out? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I think it's wonderful that we went all the way to Mariole. Yep. Yes. During the most Christmassy time. Yeah. Christmas. I, yeah. yeah. And and managed to do a podcast from the streets of Victorian England. That's pretty magical. It is pretty good. And you know what? It's great that they just stayed empty the whole time. No one came in. No one threw. No newspaper boys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no tea. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I think if Chuck time-traveled back to Victorian England, I think that would explain why they never caught the Ripper. Jack sounds pretty phonetically similar to Chuck. Chuck the Ripper. And he's and it's Chuck and, popping up in different groups of people talking. He goes, Tipper. It's Jack. It's Chuck the Tipper. I'm a good no, tipper on all those prostitutes. I was gonna say I'm about to get in the time portal and I put on Jesse and the Rippers from Full House in my, in my headphones and yeah. I'm like, what should I call myself? I, I really like the idea of like tipper, tipper, not ripper, tipper. Um, well thank you all so much for uh, spending this time with us. I'm Brad Rohr for Ray Harrington and Chuck. Staten. Thank you so much, and we're sorry for being fun bearable. Thank you.